This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, here at The Coffee Breakup with Marvin and myself, we take mental health very seriously, especially when it comes to therapy. It can be awkward, but the beauty of our sponsorship now with BetterHelp is the accessibility that you get literally over your phone or on the computer, however it is that you need to communicate with someone at BetterHelp to get that therapy that you need. So without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. If you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help, or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress, whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Coffee Breakup listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Coffee Breakup. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash The Coffee Breakup. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Even if you don't agree with people in life, you can still sit back, listen, learn, educate yourself. And you know what? If that's just not kind of the person you want to align yourself with, you don't have to continue dealing with this person. But it's just being understanding of whatever beliefs you have as maybe passionate as you are about them. It doesn't mean that those are the only beliefs that exist. So it's important to be open and to know that there are people out there with different beliefs and welcome them. Educate yourself, learn, and you never know. Maybe maybe you'll find something that will benefit you more that you... didn't even think you you should be doing yeah. until you heard it from a, a differing mm-hmm. opinion. And it's okay to listen to maybe this episode. Like, well, you know what? I didn't agree with this. Or I don't right. agree with that. And that's okay. No one's forcing you to change of yeah. beliefs. Like, you don't have to believe in in the same things that you do or that, that we believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Coffee Breakup. Starring Marvin Schultz and Christian. Well, if you're watching us, you know that we are on Patreon. Patreon. Thank you so much, guys, for supporting us there. If you're listening to us on the go, Spotify, and iTunes, you are the best. Thank you. Social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. Got a website, coffeebreakup.com. Check us out for more merch. Man. Buy some stuff. Whatever. All that bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Fuck it. <laughs> Anyways, we I, got a guest. We do have a guest. <laughs> we got a guest. <laughs> I am excited. CJ Sparks. Is that it? Yes, that, that it? is it. You finally pronounced you're, you're, you're on a it's roll, man. Very easy. <laughs> I like that. How did you... Is is CJ... That's your real name? Is that a is that stage alias? name? Is that a... Like a comfortable <laughs> world, The world may yeah. never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't know. CJ um, is just from... I think it's like third or fourth grade. I was a big tomboy. My real name okay. is Cassandra. Ah. And I just thought it was so... Not me. I would always get so upset because I couldn't find it like on a ruler or a keychain or anything. <laughs> and it was so upsetting. Right. So I shortened it because I had a friend named AJ at the time. And I just thought it sounded so cool. And does AJ stand for anything? No, it stands for nothing. I thought because they would call me, the kids would call me quesadilla growing up. And I was like, this is so awful. And now I'm like, quesadillas <laughs> are great. They're awesome. so yummy yeah. and delicious. <laughs> Why would I be upset about that? But then, so when I changed it to CJ, you know what the kids started calling me? What? Carl's Jr. <laughs> Carl, really? They were, <laughs> kids are, kids are, and then, you kids know. Are, kids have always been fucked they're up. They're so crazy. Yeah, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. So, yeah, so it's it doesn't stand for anything, the J. CJ's okay, sports. CJ, I like it. CJ, well, mm-hmm. thank you so much for making it today. 
I know you had a... Just landed. You just landed, kind of, yeah. right? Just landed from Peru. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you uh, making a stop here by the <laughs> studio. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> you so much. Uh, I, I I saw that you have a, a podcast with a friend of yours, Inside OnlyFans. That's Inside the name? OnlyFans. Only Fans. How did that come about? Because... Yeah, what's the background? What's going on with that? <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> um, so the producer, Maximini, he kind of came up with the concept pretty much. I mean, he didn't kind of, he did. And he interviewed a bunch of different models, uh, some bigger Instagram models and then some smaller. And um, he, I was one of the gals that he interviewed. Uh, he really liked my personality, <laughs> my loud personality, I guess. And then um, he interviewed me with a bunch of other different gals. And uh, then when Kayla and I interviewed together, we and were like, what, like, yeah, you guys, this works. It was yeah. kind of interesting. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this. If you, one of you was interviewing for a co-host or something, but when you get with the right person it is interesting you there's kind of some unspoken words somehow where if he's saying something maybe you'll finish it or you'll finish something and then you'll pick up right where he left like off flowed mm. yeah and it was really interesting because i'd never exp i'd never interviewed for anything like that before but when i got with kayla <laughs> kayla would stop and then i would start and she's so smart book smart so and i and i'm not so i'm like the funny yeah exactly so it's like a good it's a good match and uh, we really we really enjoy it i think it's been about a year and a half now okay wow so mm -hmm. it's been for a little bit so and did you know Kayla before you guys got together? Was she a friend of yours? Or? I had actually met Kayla on a photo shoot. We had met each other topless. Topless. At a photo shoot. No way. <laughs> yeah, for um, an internet prankster. And I think we were doing like a milk bath or something. Mm -hmm. no and way. <laughs> yeah, yes way. Yeah, it's true. I met her without her top on. <laughs> and I too had no top on. And um, we didn't, like there wasn't a lot of talking. <laughs> we're just like, oh, hey, okay. And then we were wriggling around in the milk bath. Nice. Yeah. I think there was other other women in there too. Nice. Yeah. Oh my God, how disgusting. Where is this so I like, <laughs> can avoid it? <laughs> can I see this so I can avoid it? Yeah. It was a guy, a guy named Vitaly. Oh my God. Guys. Yeah, yeah. What? What's up with him? Is he still doing these prank videos? I, yeah, Look I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure. He was, I was really, really big. And then I think something happened where he kind of got some like publicly canceled <laughs> but he'd been he'd been before a few times multiple times so, yeah so i'm not you know sure no oh yeah. my god it's a this pretty guy, famous maybe a, a huge if i showed yeah. you you would uh, immediately know but i remember he was doing a lot of um a lot of different like prank videos on youtube yeah. he got huge he was one of the first I believe. Yeah, yeah yeah kind of pioneered the prank the videos pranking? Yeah. yeah he went like super super viral he was huge um yeah and then he actually got like super jacked he got into like bodybuilding or something mm -hmm. and after that i never heard from him ever again Damn. I think yeah. he even did porn at one point. Okay. I think so, yeah. Yeah, hey, bro, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, it's if you're, interesting life. Ain't if you're a guy, it's different. <laughs> it's different if you're a guy than you're a girl. You can do a little bit of porn on the side and like still go and do some pranks. Youth. <laughs> I guess. For men, I guess. but not not as much for women. If we did that, you know, one time. I mean, look at Kim Kardashian. She did one mm. sex tape and the thing she follows her around for forever. Super, but she got super, super famous. Like, yeah. 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 People always, oh yeah, you have do people still Se say sex that tape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. You think they still some bring people, that up? but yeah. What she's accomplished, I mean, but she would have never accomplished what she did without. And that's exactly, and, and that's exactly what they say. Sucking that's exactly what they say. Yeah. What was the Kickstarter? 
Right? Was that what they, <laughs> what they say, right? What was the Kickstarter? Yeah, yeah. The, the I guess that's how she, well, well, the family was kind of, they were already famous before. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah the, the dad, high, that, pro, high profile yeah, attorney. Were, but I guess her, you know, some dad. Some, yeah. I guess I'm thinking yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so you do the podcast. Um, you I've, We've read some of your bio. You do modeling. Um, what else is it? What is it that you kind of do? I'm sober. I love talking about being sober. I'm for sure. We'll we'll go into that. Yeah. Yeah. We did see that. That's kind of like that. And the bikini modeling stuff is kind of like what I go off of. Um, and the podcast as well. I've worked with playboy. I just had like a couple different playboy pictorials come out on playboy.com. So, um, I travel a lot. I do a lot of that. I'm getting more into the health and wellness space just because I am getting older. I'm 37. So, oh, yeah, yeah, and so <laughs> good looking, good. Oh, thank you. I love it. Thanks, <laughs> it I already it, know. It, it's fine. No, Go. it just it helps um, that I don't drink and do I drugs. Bet, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure it does. <laughs> I mean, I've had a lot of surgery too. Let's be honest, but <laughs> but in order, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. So yeah, I love that for you. I mean, I saw it's about to come up four years, right? About this Correct. month, April fifteenth. April fifteenth. Yeah. Well, Taxi. I don't know why I chose that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, right? how much? <laughs> <laughs> I got to yeah. stop. So that's definitely I wanted something I want to talk about because you've almost four years you were battling with with addiction. I mean, are you comfortable talking about that? Yeah. And yeah. the alcohol. How did you get into yeah. that? Like, how did it? get to that point well i think that um i can't i i can remember like tasting my first beer i don't know if you guys ever remember like tasting your first beer i knew it was bad i grew up in a very religious household and so we didn't we didn't curse and we didn't you know we didn't drink alcohol and um among a much uh, among a bunch of other things but those were like i can remember that growing up i can remember when i heard my first curse word (laughs) i don't remember exactly what word it was but i remember i was on the bus I was on the bus and I heard somebody say a curse word. I think it might have been the B word or something. And I'll never <laughs> forget. The B word. Yeah. I'll never forget like the chills. Like I, I knew it was bad. Right, right, right. I knew it was a word I'd never heard before. And I was like, oh, that's a bad word. If oh I my said God. that in my house, so, my parents exactly. were crucified. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say crack me. I was going to say, yeah, that that too. Yeah, my, <laughs> dad would, my dad would have cracked me. I would have never said it in, in my household ever. Yeah. And um, and so there was no cursing. There was no alcohol. And we didn't really talk. Um, we didn't, I mean, we didn't talk about anything. And I think that's why my podcast is so important to me because now I have this need to talk about everything. <laughs> Maybe a little too much sometimes. Um, but so we didn't talk about anything sex any of that none of that and so when I first saw alcohol it was like the fridge outside like dad's fridge outside not my dad my friend's dad mm-hmm. but it was like the unforbidden outside fridge it's like all the my meat my dad has an outside yeah. fridge with the <laughs> all the meat in the freezer and the, and the meat and the beer is the, in the, the outside fridge. fridge. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And then maybe some popsicles that, you know, your mom got at Costco. Like she's trying to make them last, you know, yeah, all right, the right. off Rationing. limits. Exactly. Yeah. All the, the off reserves. limits. The <laughs> off <laughs> like it's all outside because if it was it doesn't inside, belong inside. Yeah. If it was inside, it would all be Free gone. Game. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. And so we got the beer, me and my girlfriend. And I remember tasting it. And I was just like, this is so disgusting. It tasted like banana water. I think it was like natural ice. And so it was like bad oh. beer. Yeah, you know what I mean? But we didn't yeah. we didn't know. We just thought it was like a beer, a beer from the outside fridge. And I remember <laughs> okay. it was so gross. And I was like, this is awful. Why would anybody want to do this? So flash forward to, I don't know, maybe like three years. Um, 
I loved beer. I loved drinking beer. It was I was always like a very trashy drunk. I was never like drinking um like some good cognac or like even like the good stuff yeah like wine or like good vodka it was always like the big plastic gallon jug or like e&j or beer okay those are the things that i love to drink and um i just always remember feeling so out of place i never felt like i fit in with my peers i never felt like i had like the right clothes or like when my mom and my dad got divorced, we grew up in a trailer. And so I always was kind of embarrassed like about that. Like, oh, I'm a trailer trash kid, you know? And so I just, I just always remember having all of this noise in my brain. And so when I finally was able to drink enough beer to get drunk, I was like, oh, wow, I can relax. This is awesome. Mm. And I was like funny mm. and I was dancing and laughing and having such a great time. And I was like, I, I love this. I'm, I never want to stop doing this. So that was me when I first started drinking. <laughs> yeah. How old were you at the time? Do you remember? I think I was like, like a um, teenager. I think I was like 13, 14. Okay. I oh. had a couple. And then I think when I first got drunk, I was maybe like 15 or 16. Okay. So yeah. you feel like because of your environment, your upbringings at the at that stage, mm-hmm. it became kind of like a coping mechanism maybe yeah, in a way. For but sure. so young but so but it started off when you were younger, oh the outside fridge. Mm-hmm. But then when did it turn into mm, I kinda like this? I think why did you go back to it if you were like, oh this is gross. Right. I think in high school, I remember th- I remember I think it was my s- when I first got into high school, my freshman year, I was like bullied because I um was dating a guy that was one year older than me and everybody had found out we had sex. Mm-hmm. And I was, even though it was my boyfriend that I've been dating for like a year, they were just like, oh, that's the girl that had sex. And I'm like, oh. I thought everybody else had sex yeah. too. Like what? I'm not the only one. Everyone banging each other like 12 years old yeah. now and stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, God, this is so odd. And then I was so hurt. I'm like, why did my boyfriend go and tell everybody that we had sex? Yeah, like, yeah, why does everybody up. else need to know I just had a little sex with my boy? It was just us in the room. Right, like, right, why'd right. you go and tell everybody? So then I was like a little hoe, apparently, because I had the sex with my boyfriend. And, so um, disgusting. Disgusting, right? <laughs> Destined for only Bang your fans. Own man. You whore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, I was... I, I was teased, and I think from there it kind of roller coastered into somehow. You know, when kids get teased, they just, if you're kind of like low in the pecking order, the other kids can sense it. They can yeah. sense it. They're like, that's the weak one. So it kind of um, continued on from there. I was good at sports, and then um, I wasn't because I started drinking. So then once I, once I brought, like the boyfriend and I broke up. And then I wasn't able to play the sports. Then I think that was when, so it was like 15, 16, when I just was like, screw this. Now what? Well, now I'm going to drink myself to, <laughs> into oblivion. Oh my yeah, I would drink to blackout all the time. Luckily, I didn't discover drugs very early on. It was such a small town. So we just like drank and partied. We'd do like keg stands and party out in the cornfields. Okay. <laughs> seems pretty normal. Yeah. And then the local, like there'd be one, one of two cops would always come by like, oh, you kids get out of here. And we're like, yeah. you know, and um, <laughs> screw you. And so, um, but it, I mean, it was pretty harmless. Uh, but it progressed into, I think, I can't, can't recall the first time I did cocaine, but I liked that right off right off the get because I could drink more. 
True. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah, Actually, yeah. very true. Very true. Yeah. Yes, exactly. What alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so when I realized that I could do cocaine and then it could kind of level me out and I could drink more or I could drink less um, for longer. Does that make sense? I wouldn't get so plastered right off the bat. True. My night, it, it would kind of sober me up and Push level me out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I would be able to kind of party and be less of a mess. So. Love me some alcohol and cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Quite the cocktail. <laughs> Winning so combo. That must have lasted till you were 33, right? Till yeah. Were, and then you were like, it was so bad to the point where, what was like the turning point where you're like, man, I got I got to stop this work. Well, I had tried to get sober prior. I was okay. dating somebody that just didn't drink because he had had an alcoholic father. father. And he was like, okay, I don't want to be like my dad. And so... Um, he just didn't drink, but he didn't, we call it programs over. There wasn't really any rhyme or reason why he didn't drink and okay. he didn't really have anything to back it up. He's just like, yeah, I just don't drink. You shouldn't either. Cause you're crazy when you drink. And so I stopped cold Turkey for almost a year. I think it was like 11 months and some change. And, um, we broke up a few months before my year. And at that point I was like, I'm going to start drinking again. But that was one of the things that he had said, we're going to break up and you're going to be, you know, be your wild self again. I'm like, I'm going to pick when I go out and, you know, and then when I drink, I'm going to, I'm only going to have a few and it's going to be like super fun. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I should have been doing this all along. And so, um, a couple months after we broke up, broke up, it was like 4th of July. And I went so crazy right at this Malibu, beautiful Malibu party house. And there was like, there was just like seafood and cocaine and, you know, champagne. And I was like, wow, I lost my purse. I lost my phone. It was like the return to drinking that (laughs) (laughs) everyone else saw coming but me. And um, so then I drank for a few more years after that. And then I met someone who was in the program that I was dating at the time who was into AA and I tried to date him for a couple months until he was just like, listen, I can't, I can't date you like this. You're insane. Um, and I just am, I like you, but I'm not interested in dating you because you've got some real issues. Mm-hmm. And I had never, I guess, you know, it's one thing. It's one thing when somebody is like telling you, you should, your life should look like this, or you should live your life like this, but they're, and they're coming from a space of love, but nothing in their life is really backing up what they're telling you. They're not necessarily walking the walk that they're telling you, you should walk. Because they think that you're just in a worse position than they are. So they almost feel like superior. Exactly. And that's, that's how it's, um, it's typically received, you know, because it's it's tough when somebody's pointing the finger at you telling you what's wrong with you and um nobody for the most part nobody ever really wants to receive that you know like humans men and women we all have a sense of pride where we want to say no you know i'm fine nothing's wrong with me and um when the person had told me that before i had taken it but there was not really any understanding behind it so in my opinion, that's why it didn't stick. But when this next guy had told me, um, and, and he was coming from a space of like, I've been there, done that. And this looks so familiar to me because this was me. Um, and he was going to uh, these meetings, Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, and I just was like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to check it out when I was still drinking <laughs> because it looked interesting to me. 
And uh, there was no judgment, and there was no judgment in the rooms, and there was no judgment coming from him. He was just like, yeah, I like you, but I can't continue to do this with you. I'm sorry. And I was like, no, 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 I'll go, I'll go get sober. And so finally, when I went um, to these meetings, and I was like, yeah, you know, I, I think I'm an alcoholic. I think I have a problem. There was a lot, there was so much of relief, just relief. Like by just admitting? admitting? Yeah. 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 Like you had a problem. Yeah. Prior prior to that, did you think that you had one, or were you just kind of brushing it under the rug? I or you thought oh, I, I'm just I, having I'm just having fun. You know, I would oscillate in between thinking I had a problem and thinking I was fine because there were times where I would go out and and you'll hear a lot of people in the rooms say this too. There would t- be times where I would go out and I'd only have one, and I would say, "Oh, I'm not an alcoholic. I went out and I said no tonight." Or there would be times where I would go like, what is it, dry, dry February or dry, oh, yeah, dry like a month, dry, sober October, sober, October, and yeah, dry January, dry January. yeah, That's two months a year, and so yeah, exactly. There's like a couple months, and I would do those, and then every now and again, um, I'd say, oh, I'm gonna take a couple weeks off, or you know, something like that, and I would do that no problem. Um, so so I you would, still had some sort of control. Ah, uh, here's here here's the thing. I could say no. But ninety nine percent of the time, once I started, I couldn't mm, stop. Like and a gremlin. I, yeah, and I didn't <laughs> want to stop. Okay. There was, there's been times where I've like, you know, been banging on doors, going, "Give me some alcohol." There's been times where I've. But it's usually when you're already drunk, though. Yeah. So right, you yeah. can avoid it if you're not drunk. But once you have a drink, correct, or two, All two, three drinks, then it's like, oh, okay. correct, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. It was, it was really. Um, and it was coming to the point too where I was starting to see it in my face. Where like the drinking is like yeah, like I'd have like sunken eyes, or you know, my skin would be really dry because so I'd just be like snorting a bunch of cocaine and Shit, not yeah. drinking water, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not sleeping. Mm. And um, there were th- I I look back now like at pictures, and I think a lot of people that have battled addiction will do this too. I don't know what it is, but. You would always get dr- super drunk or super high, and you like take this fucked up photo of yourself. You have to, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know what it is. To. It's like this thing that you have to do. It's always in the bathroom, in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. it's at like your lowest point. Yeah, because you really like start measuring yourself. Like, <laughs> damn, I'm really in this shit right now. Is it really me? Yeah, yeah, really yeah. This ain't a dream. This is for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotta see this for tomorrow. See what I look like tomorrow. You yeah, take a picture, you look at it the next day. You're like, oh yeah. Shit. I would have <laughs> pictures, or I would have videos of me crying. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, who was I talking to? What was happening? Really? I would be WhatsApping people. I'm like, I'm in LA. They, li- you know, they live 20 minutes from me. Why am I WhatsApping them? Like, yeah. so it was just, um, it was so. It was. I was. I was sad. I was super sad. I didn't like myself. I never, I, I never really was able to cultivate any sort of like self-respect or boundaries or, mm. or even like how the, the things that I liked, the things that I didn't like, why I liked these things, why I didn't like these things. There was none, there was none of that. I, I knew I liked sports and I knew I liked my boyfriend at the time. And then it was like after I was so upset that he had told everyone that we had had sex. And then, you know, because high school is like such a formative year, too. And, I, and I'm not saying that that's what drove me to drink. But those are some of my last memories before I was kind of before I kind of took off to the races. And I was just like, I don't even really like high school. Um, I just wanted to work. I always worked. I always worked, even even throughout my drinking when I was younger. Um, I have to say, tr- too, youth is really 
waste it on the young because you really have so much energy when you're that young i would party all night For sure. yeah, and i would yeah i would go nuts. into work i'd be selling jewelry still I'd drunk and still drunk the night before. Yeah. yes nothing people would be giving me the side eye like she she reeks yeah, <laughs> like how could, is she even yeah. in here yeah, 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 one, sure. one or two hours of sleep like nothing like Easy. nothing no yeah and then i'd go and then you wake up in the morning and you're like oh man i why did i do that i shouldn't have done that by noon you were fine you're texting your friends like okay what are we doing tonight what's going on you know and Dude, how crazy back you, at it again you, were, you remember those moments too yeah i didn't have many of those but there were times where it's like we just finished partying that friday night i'm already at work and we're already planning what we're gonna do yeah, yeah. Get out of here. and just a few hours earlier in the morning you could like barely wake up and you didn't want to go to work yeah, and then yeah. you're at work you get like you know a couple sales or whatever you know you feel you're feeling good you're like let's go i can do this drunk also yeah. <laughs> do this all the time let's do another yeah. night yeah, yeah. and yeah. so for the longest time i was able to like everything was okay everything was okay until it wasn't and then um there were time there was like i live in la so there's a lot of glamour you know you see yeah. celebrities out or you know you get some rich guy who like buys buys the bar and so we as women we don't really spend a lot of money you know yeah. so it was never really like a money issue and um you know i would have relationships um i was always i always had boyfriends so like it was never never an issue of like i didn't have friends or i wasn't able to have a lasting loving relationship and i was still working and making money i always my rent was always paid um but it got to a point where I didn't even want to put makeup to go out. That's how bad it got. Yeah. Yeah. I just would be like, mm, I'll just stay home and drink. <sighs> yeah. Oh, so now it really started to like yeah. take over. Like affect your life. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's, the, that's the alarm right there. I got to start talking about happy things and not sad things. <laughs> oh, <my goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So you, you stopped drinking early well your early 30s 33 yes. or whatever well yeah well, she was telling us so then you you were you going you went to that meeting and then that's when you had some sort of switch what what is it that at that point made you want to change i think um i, I think really like to sum it all up <clears throat> i think that i just drank because i didn't feel like i belonged anywhere and um i never felt um like a sense of companionship or belonging with my peers or anything i just always felt like the odd man out and when I walked into those rooms and I raised my hand and I was like, oh, I think I have a problem. Oh my God. Everyone was like clapping. <laughs> They're yeah. like, yeah. Like, yeah, sometimes I think about wanting to kill myself too. Or sometimes I think about wanting to unalive myself too. We'll say it politically correct. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, me too. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And I, and I took a bunch of drugs too. Yeah. yeah us too. Okay. I'm like, oh my God, my people. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so it was such a relief. And it's so funny too, because you think it's like a bunch of old farmers or like, I, I always thought it was like a bunch of old farmers or like a bunch of men, mm. really yeah. like sad men that drank a lot of coffee and smoked. Like that's yeah. what I thought. But especially in LA and I went to AAs all across, like even the world I've been to AAs, even in uh, like Costa Rica. And I actually Googled the last time I was in Colombia. No AA in Colombia, y'all. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. They don't have an alcohol problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> NA and uh, AA in Colombia, there's none there. Um, but so I think it's just like that feeling of these people are my people. These people have struggled like I have. And there's something super powerful about that. Yeah. Super powerful. Yeah, I think um, community. 
I think when you're able to be around the community, I'll say, well, I mean, I kind of feel like I fell into this like cult of a CrossFit lifestyle almost. Cult. <laughs> let me tell yeah. you, I, and it, it's just weird. Cause it's just, when you go there, it's very similar to what you were saying. Like we're all in this together mm-hmm. as cheesy as that is. We're all, you know, putting our bodies through this like, hell almost almost to just like feel better after right but then it's the support of men even today i was like on the ground and i was like exhausted and then some guy comes up to me and he goes hey we're almost done come on come on finish <laughs> up you got this finish up and even then i'm like yes i fucking do got yeah. this and i got up and then i finished the set and i think it's just that community because it, it's just not me it's not like i'm the only one that's struggling it's i also see this guy struggling more than me or this yes. guy's pushing through why him why not me right so i feel like it's almost like that where you feel like oh like i don't fit in yeah, you find other people who probably have a similar situation mm-hmm. or a similar, similar kind story. of outlook on it. <clears throat> yeah. And then they're all like, oh, we're all just in this together. Yeah. Like, we all just have our own ways, but we're all also kind of overcoming things. That's what we say in AE too. Like, you're not a special little snowflake. Like, your problems aren't special. Everybody has Everybody problems. Everybody has their own like circumstances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I forget what it's called. I forget exactly. We have a bunch of little idioms that we say and it really, you know, one day at a time and all that good stuff. And, um, but yeah, there's a lot of different things that are said in the way of, um, you know, you're only as sick as your secrets. And so if you sit there and you think, woe is me, nobody else has these problems, like how I have, you know, my problems are so special. How could anybody else understand that's sickness. You're like, you're sick. Yeah. You think that how, how cool do you think that you are, that you're going to have problems that nobody else has experienced ever? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's you know, <clears throat> no, no, for real. No, for sure. Man, it sounds like, yeah, like you've, you've experienced life. You've been through stuff. You have, you know, a lot of these experiences that you've undergone. And so, made you who you are today and so um i think that's that's there's something beautiful about it like making it and, and going through life and going through those struggles and, and obstacles um when was the last time you went to an aa meeting if you don't mind me asking or is it because you live in la right is there a, a place where you go consistently or do you like go to different oh there's ones? there's a bunch in uh beverly hills there's okay. a bunch in west hollywood um we still go to we have zooms zoom meeting okay. still like so zoom. since i've been traveling <laughs> like we're, we just zoom all around um, <laughs> but monday monday i was uh at a zoom meeting yeah because there i don't know if there was any in peru to be quite honest i didn't check because i was like so <laughs> going off <laughs> on my on my excursions but um there's it is pretty much worldwide that you can go and then uh now especially you know when COVID happened um, everything went online. And so now sure. there's a lot of those meetings that are still pretty big that I can still hit up when I'm traveling so that yeah. I get to a meeting at least weekly. When I'm in LA, I go to meetings probably every other day. Sometimes if I'm having like a really rough week, I'll go really? to a meeting every day. Yeah. Even like, I can wow. see that maybe sometimes mm-hmm. some weeks are maybe worse than others. Maybe yeah. you work or personal life or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that I can, I that's can pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Trigger, you know, I yeah. did want to switch uh, things up a little bit because you did uh, comment a couple of times throughout the story of uh, my boyfriend here dating this other guy. Mm-hmm. What's dating CJ Sparks like? Um, oh gosh, well. I've never dated her, so what would they I say guess, if we were to have a, a a poll or a panel? A panel of your exes. Um, I think they'd probably say I'm fun. I think they probably would say that I'm not exactly what you think you're gonna get. 
people tend to think that I'm maybe vapid or self-absorbed. I think because I have like a lot of followers on Instagram. So they're just like loser in the head. Yeah. (laughs) Like just not like nothing's going on upstairs or big tits. Stupid. Okay. Like, which that's true a lot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But uh, like me, like I'm, I mean, how could you just say, Oh, big tits, you're dumb. Yeah. I don't know. So I think that people, um, the guys that date me, yeah, yeah, they might think they might first go out with me and think, okay, you know, she's like this hot Instagram model and she's going to be, you know, kind of of stupid. Yeah. Kind of stupid. And really, um, cause I like nice things too. So maybe they're, they think, oh, she's going to have to go to the best restaurant or have, and have her red bottoms on and her Chanel purse and she's going to be a bitch or, but I think that they would say like, um, after just sitting down with me for a little while, they say like, oh, she's down to earth. She's pretty funny. She is pretty smart on some things. Genuine. (laughs) Yeah. Genuine. Um, I think there's a lot about me that doesn't meet the eye. But I don't know. I guess I could be stupid too sometimes as well. <laughs> and I do have big tits, so I guess I get a pass. Is that the uh, the uh, kind of like the outlook on most uh, influencers or IG? I think models? so. LA girls too. Or but LA. do they fit that mold? Yeah. Do, do you know other LA girls or those uh, influencers or Instagram models that are dumb, just I, big tits? I have met some women where. I'm just like, <laughs> what is, like, what wow. is going on? Yeah. Because I have, I have dated, I've dated women in the past. Um, I wouldn't do that again, but I've, I've dated women. Okay. And so I, I immediately have thought to be a man sitting across from you mm. and like still desire to fuck you because the, I, because typically for, for a guy, it just to have sex, it's you see her and you're like, okay, that's hot. hot that, that's about sure. it. Yeah, you're not you're not going, oh, she is not really that funny, won't fuck her now. Like it's not it's not really happening <laughs> right, like right, that. Right, and right. so I've kind of thought about it from that point sometimes where I'm like, wow, you're so beautiful. But like what the crazy hot factor, you know, it's like you're so hot that you have been continually allowed to be just like with no personality yeah, going nothing. through life. No, <laughs> like what what is that about? Let me ask you because what do you think would happen? Um to to those girls who I guess you would say probably have a little less substance when it comes to dating. How like what would happen after their looks fade? Then they kind of just because if that's what they're living off of, they're really kind of. Um, I mean, here's the beautiful thing about men. Y'all like us for the most part at almost any stage. Now maybe you wouldn't marry us at almost any stage. But I mean, there's grandma porn. So there's something out there for everybody. Yeah, we can all sit here and say when your looks fade. But you know, I'm 37. I'm gonna ride this thing to the wheels fall off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So that being said, typically somebody would look at a 37 year old and and say that they're undesirable. But um, you know, myself included, I'd say there's a lot of 37 year olds that are walking around, and um, they're still pretty desirable and. So for that, to speak to your point about what's going to happen when the looks fade, um, you know, the looks will fade, I guess, a bit over time. But I don't think any woman is going to ever be like 100% completely undesirable to 100% of 
people. Yeah, yeah no, to your point, it's yeah. like there's something out there for everybody. And because um, I think you were talking about like, oh, you know, there is more substance to you. Mm -hmm. But then you meet some others that you're like, hello yeah. is there anybody I'm in like, there you're the hot dumb girl yeah, okay yeah, right. got it's it it's like you know <laughs> I what's know it like about. to be hot your whole life oh you just don't develop a personality <laughs> I, you, don't, okay. you don't really need one i guess yeah. you don't need one yeah yeah, yeah. That's true. i'm really lucky though i have a lot of really good looking girlfriends and they all have substance all of them that's great yeah that's so. great are you currently dating somebody right now i'm not no you're not no okay Maybe are you are you huh because you had said something were you recently dating somebody I was okay. Yeah, yeah I, was, we heard like a clip I was doing some research. <clears throat> Maybe and we watched were, a clip. Um, dating someone, and they were younger than you. Yes, yes. Ten years younger. They were ten years, year, ten years younger than me. Yes. Do you how, how was that? Yeah, I've never done that before. I okay. never have dated anyone that was my age, even when I was much, much younger, and I didn't really like date because now um, the way that I date is I'm on seeking arrangements, so that's how I date. That's how I get most of my dates. Oh. Um, I know I need to go outside sometimes, but it's kind of hard <laughs> sometimes. So it is kind of an easy. I guess it's a online dating is a bit of a lazier way to date. I will say because I can be at home in my sweatpants PJ, with my hair yeah, up and i'm like swiping. still talking like a hot girl like oh yeah you know what some guys was like oh have you ever tried this restaurant in la and i'm like you have really good taste but i've been there what other restaurant are you <laughs> gonna impress me with <laughs> nice, and i'm it. like i'm like yeah talking scoop. like a hot girl but looking like tore back on the couch <laughs> you haven't showered like for days and i'm like yeah, yeah you know the poor guy is like thinking you know some hot chicks on the other end i'm like okay on the couch um but so I, I don't typically date people that are younger than me. He was also in the program. I don't know if I would do that again mm, either. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that was a different experience. Um, I don't, I just wouldn't date somebody younger than me ever again. I don't think. Doesn't sound like it was, how long did you yeah, guys date for? How, about six months. Okay. So what do you know? How old do you, like what's the normal range for you? Normally 10 years older. Older, guys, yeah. Really. Which is Always usually older. Usually, it seems like most women, they date older. Yeah. And so now I even think like, I've, I feel like the next guy I date needs to be like 50. Really? At minimum. Yeah. So you feel like, would they still have like the energy and like. Can they keep up with CP? With you? Yeah. You yeah, so? for sure. Men at 50, y'all are like just about in your prime. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Like well, maybe not. Uh, well, uh, when you get older, because you, you, have, you have the resources, you know. Yeah. A lot of, if you take care of yourself, you age, hopefully, uh, gracefully. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I, I don't want to have to work either. I want to, well. Um, let me take that back because the verbiage on that isn't correct. I want to work, but I want to work inside you, of the home. When you, you want to work, when you want to work, maybe. I well, okay. I want to work inside of the home. So I mean, that's like a never-ending job for the moms that stay at home. I do want to have help. That's why I need a man of a certain caliber. He needs to be able to be making enough to live in LA and yeah. have some extra help because I don't want to be cleaning. I like cooking. I'll take care of the kids. I'm down to like give foot rubs, all that. Coming home from a hard day's work, I'm down for it. But I don't want to clean. I hate cleaning. So the guy that you were dating, he how, was, how much was he making? Was it enough for you or, or was he just within the program that it you just felt like I, it made sense. No, I actually I met him on right. Seeking actually too. Really? Yeah. No <laughs> yeah. yeah, he messaged me because he saw that I was sober. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you didn't you didn't really meet him at 
an actual meeting. No, I meeting. didn't. No, oh, that's what I had. Th- oh, no. I to, I okay, to, okay, yeah. Okay. He had saw that Smile. I was sober, and he was like, "Oh, I'm just getting sober. Like, what's up? Cool. You're hot, and you're sober. Like, let's you know, let's I meet up. Let's be friends." That's probably just his uh his way to get it like into the door. Yeah, probably, yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, think so. I'm not sober. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm sober. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Maybe. So, like, what is a guy that like? How much does a guy need to to make in order for him to Qualify yeah, educate for us what not, not only for you but also LA because we're here in oh, this market man. of Miami and it's Miami completely changed. It's, yeah, bro, this has changed. Yeah, in a couple Co- years. COVID lit this city on fire. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Like in, the best, in the best way possible, though. No. Yeah, for the prices. I mean, I was, yeah. talking, I was talking to somebody because the thing is that, like, think of how mu- how how much Miami has grown and how like beautiful it is and the infrastructure, like all that money. They, it's coming from all these people that are coming over yeah. here. So they people need to People are racing it. to Miami. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's expensive. Well, it's not <laughs> even that expensive. You think about it. I was talking to some guy at my job the other day and he was telling me, he's like, I used to live in New York and everything was fine. And then it, it got to the point that I didn't have to work. I didn't mm-hmm. have to live in New York to work. Mm-hmm. And so I came down to Miami and I noticed like, imagine what you're making right now, 20% more in your pocket. Yeah. Like whatever your salary is, just twenty percent more of that goes back into your pocket because you don't have to pay all the taxes that we pay in, in New York. So it's things like that. Now we have all these people with money mm-hmm. who want more money in their pocket mm-hmm. instead of paying to the state. So all that money's coming down here. That's where you get all the infrastructure. That's where you get all everything. So yeah, it sucks for us. It sucks for <laughs> us. And yeah. You guys have different politics out here too. Also true. Yeah, yeah. Also there's a lot of different yeah. different culture. Mm-hmm. But yeah. educate us. So yeah. then, what would what would be necessary to one? survive in la Mm -hmm. and to survive with you the the dating (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. um okay so i got asked this on another podcast and they were saying like how much or they were asking me how much a guy needs to make a year today you and i had (laughs) and i had said uh five million (laughs) (laughs) you were were kidding no i wasn't kidding but (laughs) but here's the thing when i look when i look at the um seeking arrangement profiles I want them to be worth at least five million. So I it doesn't really make it any better, I guess. I just answered it a little incorrectly. So we've got we've gotta update that because I've actually had so many different guys come up to me and say, Oh, five five million. Oh yeah, that's what it takes and da 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 da. I'm like, listen, it's LA. It's that's LA. A lot of money. It five is million? a lot of money. But in LA it's no, it's still Sa- a lot of money. Sadly, you need to it sur- is a lot survive, of money, though. and it doesn't go that far in LA. So and he has I to do. be worth. He has to, so he has to be worth five five million dollars. Yes. The guy that you were dating in the past, who was worth like the young guy, who was worth no, 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 he was making that was before the seeking. I don't no, actually. That was a no, we, I don't remember what he was worth. Well, I he just, was, he I was just, good. yeah, he okay. was, he was good. Yeah, right. he had his own business, and I think he also had some family money. So okay, he was, okay, he was okay. very financially stable. Um, definitely, um, the money was like never an issue with with five million. Yeah, but what if you meet a guy like and he's like an amazing guy, but yeah, 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 describe him, describe him, describe him. Maybe you know he makes like seventy grand, eighty grand. No, 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 the salary at the end. Pick another number. Describe the guy. We gotta sell him. Uh, He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's super good looking. Tall, maybe tall. Uh, uh, you, guys, you guys click. He doesn't drink. You know, you guys have. Yeah, sober. He, he likes to travel. You like to travel. travel. How can you travel? Too. Where are we traveling to at 70, 80K a year? What do you mean? 
<laughs> Maybe he works for the airport. Oh, he does. He works for an airline. <laughs> I he like, travels for free. Uh, he works for an airline. He <laughs> can fly benefits. Okay. <laughs> He'd have to at that point. Yeah, He'd but Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I already lost my said uh, he's tall. <laughs> Disqualified. No. No. But, no. But Looks have never really been that important to me. Looks aren't so. important, but the money's important. <laughs> yes. 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 Okay, okay, okay. Yes, because if you think I. I still want to be somebody's mom. So like What do you mean somebody's mom? We're gonna but so like we're gonna be broke, you know, Almost like seventy grand is not broke. Bro. Bro. Yes, bro. it is in, in LA. 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 Yes, okay. it is. Okay, okay, okay. I was thinking Miami. So LA let's say a hundred. <laughs> it's still, it's still, it's still it's, broke it's not in broke. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that broken. is poverty. No. That's no. You, can't buy a house. No. you can't buy a house in in uh, in Miami with seventy K. Yeah. It all depends about your expenses, dude. Cause you can make let's say you make seventy grand a year. But let's say you out of debt, you know, like you, you, you your car is paid off. What car? <laughs> what do you mean? Ninety five Honda Civic. Still <laughs> <was> eleven months. <laughs> <laughs> it's got good gas. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it's trusty. <laughs> Fuck oh, that. I care with you, man. <laughs> yeah, please, please. Yeah, I mean, no. you know, this poor guy, bless his heart, wherever he's at, <laughs> he's out there somewhere. <laughs> he's in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. I, I guess I, I, I'm oh, guess no. I'm I guess I'm poor. <laughs> Damn. All right, yeah. so five million. Five million. <laughs> That's so but I feel like no, but to her point, I, I mean it's kinda necessary. I wanna I wanna <laughs> stay listen, I'll prove my point for you. Yeah, yeah. I wanna stay at home with my kids. It's really important to me. I was raised with my mom at home. My yeah. my dad, bless his heart. He probably made seventy or eighty k um, the way that we lived. You know, we didn't we didn't have a lot, um, but I don't want to do that. I want my kids to be able to have what they want. I want to have what I want. Okay. Um, the these kids, you do you have kids or no? You want kids? Mm -hmm. So talk to me about that because not for anything, you're thirty seven. Mm -hmm. Do you want kids? You want to adopt? Do you want to have kids naturally? So What's the oh, sorry. so you got so you guys know. I actually just learned. <laughs> Like a few years ago when I first started listening to Kevin Samuels, huh? that th age Rest 35 is geriatric pregnancy. I didn't know that. They don't tell you that. <laughs> like nobody tells you that. Mm -hmm. How did I learn from a man on the internet? Mm. Kevin Samuels. Like how did I, how did I learn about my body through a man on the internet? That's crazy. Go. Crazy, I know, yeah, crazy. And so, and I think I was 35 when I first heard him say that. And I was like, oh my God. So what does geriatric pregnancy mean? Um, I don't know the exact definition, but I do know that it means that it's a lot harder for me to carry a baby naturally to term. Sure, yeah. Doesn't mean it can't happen. And luckily for women, there's a, it's a lot to do with genetics. My mom actually, when she was married and divorced, she met a man that didn't have any kids. And so she was able to carry um, a baby at a term at 42. So I would like to say that, you know, potentially I might be lucky. So, you know, something like that, me seeing something like that. Okay. Um, you know, hopefully I have better genes and I'm able to carry babies just fine because I want at least two. Um, so that being said, yeah. So if y'all didn't know that 35 and up geriatric pregnancy, <laughs> which just, it doesn't mean it can't be done, but it does mean it's a lot harder. And also the risk will go up, you mm -hmm. know, obviously. So let's say you want two kids, you're 37. 
but that's why you have to marry a man with money so we can put two (laughs) in me at the same time and i'm only pregnant once and then i get it over with you see the 70k don't buy you that bro no Definitely With not. flight benefits. Yeah. <laughs> got a flight and two, and two kids. Then you got, then you have two, two extra mouths to feed, not even one, so you don't even get to ease into it. Yeah. That's tough, man. My mom yeah. had me at 39. My mom, no, my mom had eight kids. The latest one I mean, it was like in the late 30s, too. Wow. That was the latest it's, kid. Right, yeah, that, that was her That's last, true. not yeah, her that first. that was her last, exactly. Right, so right. And how was that with little... <laughs> <laughs> no, man. There you go. No, there you go. That's my boy. Yeah, yeah. It's fucked up. It's fine. I'm like, yeah. It can... It can happen, but it's it's not ideal. Right, right. Probably right. I'm going to be fine if it happens in the next couple of years. But it's not to say that I won't be without consequences. So you never felt like, man, like, I want kids. I'm getting a little bit older. Because for men, like, we don't have, like, we can have kids at 50. Yeah. Like, I don't know who cares. Right. But do you feel like there's a little bit of pressure building up, you know, for you, particularly as a woman? Who, you, know, you know, a little bit older? I honestly never even thought I would be... I never even thought I could ever be anyone's mom anyways, like at the rate I was going. Okay. So now, yeah, now I feel a lot more equipped to be able to be someone's mom and to be able to raise my child correctly. Um, But I want to be home with my kid. I want to be home with my kids and uh, I want to be able to have like uh, teachers come to the house. I don't want to send my kid to school if I can help. Um, You know, we see like, a lot of crazy things happening in schools. Yeah, you sure. know we don't even have to bring up everything that's just happened in the last couple of days. You know, and there's just uh, like what it's they're just teaching them too. Yeah, and I was just gonna say, you, you know no what what that. they're yeah. teaching, and then you, what the other kids. Some kids are fighting. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the, all the kids out here in Florida, y'all's kids are fighting, yeah. <laughs> fighting teachers, oh, and yeah. it's like <laughs> Florida <laughs> child, Florida Whoop kids. <laughs> yeah, because the teacher took the phone. Yeah. Like what? Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. So, you know, I want to, but that costs money. That yeah. costs money. Yeah, being raising a, raising a family, it's so itself, expensive. Yeah. yeah, and I want to have nice things. Um, my love language is gifts. I'm really vocal about that. And so, you know, yeah, it might be cute to get like a little painted rock from little Timmy, you know, when I have kids <laughs> and it's like, oh, thank you for this painted rock that you made Timmy, you know, from outside in in the in the dirt and the mud, and you, and it says "mommy" on it, and it's like only one M, and then the you know the Y's all lopsided and everything. That's cute, but you know, but, I I like nice things. But don't you think it also goes a, a long way when you when they you know, a gift that is a bit thoughtful? Maybe there's not a, a high amount of monetary value to it, but they they you know it's something very creative, and mm-hmm. or maybe you, know, you had made a comment about something that. I don't know something that you just wanted fixed or just something I don't know, and then they show up with and it's done, yeah, or like they so. do it for you or you know that that, that carries a lot of weight. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You, you know <laughs> no? what one of the sexiest things is though is just like a man that's able to solve problems. So whether it's you getting under the hood of the car, fixing the car, or whether you call somebody and you pay them to pay come so. out, yeah, and get, fix. as long as it gets done, as long yeah, as it gets yeah. done, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if they're handy, then that's also a gift. You know, they get it. They do it. It's still a family. <laughs> hey, it's not gonna work, dude. Cut your losses. <laughs> I guess not. Wait, 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 wait. I, I wouldn't know how to do it either. Anyways. <laughs> 
Wait a minute, 70K? Yeah. You still can't fix the car? Oh, it's Mazda. You can't fix that broken down Mazda, bro. Yeah, piece of shit. 2011 Mazda. Oh, I'm, wa- I'm, walking, I'm walking to the dollar store Ma- for dinner. Oh, I got AAA. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, so we talked about that. Um, I wanted to ask you because um, you... What would you like? What are your sources of income? Do you get paid with the podcast, right? No, you don't. What no. do you, so what's you? What do you? Is it just for exposure? Um, we're working on that. Or is there some sort of partnership? We're, we're working on that. Yeah, we actually just started a Patreon, and we just oh, started okay. an, an OnlyFans for the uh, podcast. Um, you know, it's been such a labor of love, and then Max puts so much money into it because it's professionally produced. Uh, yeah, it looks legit. Yeah, and good, we're, good we're, I mean, Kayla and I are both, we're so fortunate because we don't have to bear the financial brunt of that. Okay, good. Um, And Max just loves the show so much that he's just like, I believe in you guys. I believe in the show. Like, we're going to push through. Um, So we've just kind of been learning as the podcast grows. And um, hopefully, you know, with the Patreon and the OnlyFans and stuff, we'll be able to bring in some money that that way. Oh, that's um, right, the OnlyFans too. Yeah. We've had people that have wanted to sponsor episodes and we've had people throw money at the podcast. But okay. it's, you know, if it's got to be a good fit. It's got to be yeah. a good fit. It can't just be anybody. Right. So okay. there's been certain things that we've passed on to people that have wanted to get involved. And, um, you know, so we're just kind of like... We're we're riding it out. We don't want to like compromise any of the coolness and the funness of the show too. Yeah, it's that, it's, that a, makes it's a little it the, wild. Yeah. Makes it the show. It's a little yeah, wild. Yeah, watching some of the shit you guys are talking about sucking balls and <laughs> and Dick getting and throw fucked and I don't eating ass sitting yeah. on faces. Right. It's wild, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I've seen yeah. some. Of them. Oh, it's wild. It's like it's like childhood me talking about all these things that I'm like, oh my god, no way. Yeah, pretty nuts how you went from a very religious uh, household mm-hmm. to not even saying the b word, maybe. Yeah. To, uh, I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's like my weird kink. Like I need to talk about everything. Mm-hmm. I need to I I want to talk about whatever it is and I think also that's why I like AA so much too and that's why I like love the podcast because you're just talking about all these different things that you would not normally be okay to talk about. Yeah. True. Like so, there's no taboo. We can talk about anything. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then you also have um you still model you only for Playboy or you also have like other things that you do as I do well? I do OnlyFans so I, I'm and on there and so yeah. stuff as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then so then obviously you're gonna get you have income coming from that mm-hmm. you get uh, uh, any income when it comes from uh, the Playboy and stuff like that or um, very minimal yeah minimal? the the photo shoots are paid but it's minimal okay it's more <laughs> it's for like not, exposure as well you know right? yeah, the, the it's, reason, yeah. It's, it's more of a flex to be able to say like <laughs> I have a check from Playboy that, that I've cashed yeah because there's not a lot of you're people forever yeah. Edition, uh, what is it? Venezuela was one, Mexico was another one. You oh, one yeah, one. yeah, I did my yeah. homework. Oh, good job, yeah. Um, Philippines, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, is so sick. Cool. that is dope, yeah. I'm like, I'm so grateful for modeling, and honestly, the um, when I was drinking and everything, that was kind of one of the things that um, it. I was forced into, not forced, but like it, it made me have to become self, um, self employed. 
because I just couldn't show up for work anymore. Like my little waitressing job, I was like okay. getting kicked out. And it was like for my uncle, my uncle's like, Cassandra, we can't have, like you stink of alcohol. <laughs> You're trying to serve people breakfast. <laughs> like what yeah. is happening? And um, so he's like, yeah, you really shouldn't be coming in anymore. And then I had quit uh, Walmart because I had worked at Walmart oh, yeah. in order to save up for my first boob job. Yeah. And um, so I had quit that because I had gotten my boobs and, you know, I'm just like living this life. And then because I was screwing up with these jobs, um, it it kind of forced me to get creative with my income. And so that's when I started webcamming. And then that's when I also started looking for jobs on Craigslist. Craigslist, Believe it or not, back in the day, that was reliable. Yeah, no, no, that's <laughs> really. You might get murdered now. What yeah. kind so of don't jobs do that. did you pick up from Craigslist? Uh, Modeling jobs. Oh, yeah, yeah. When was this? That must have been super sketch. Yeah, it, you know, back in the day, that Craigslist and Model Mayhem, very reliable sources. And then, or I would give out like keychains on St. Patrick's Day for the, um, and, and then you like the promo shots of Jameson or whatever. Oh, oh. I'd get those jobs on Craigslist. Oh, okay. I'd be like, yeah. yeah. I'd be like at a car show and give out like magnets or whatever. So I would do stuff like that. And so I just became very resourceful. Um, so. When Instagram came around, I would do like the shout for shout with all these other girls. And ah, then they okay. would, that was how I originally got my following. And then by them kind of putting their stamp of approval on me, other photographers would come and find me and hire me. And um, so I still get some hired modeling jobs. Um, I just work with a company that flew me out to Columbia. And so I'll get flown out different places. Um, I'm hosting at Sapphire Topless Pool in Vegas. So I'll get paid for something like that and they'll fly me Those out and gigs. put me up. Mm -hmm. So it's not, um, it, it's not anything I'm certainly getting rich off of. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm so grateful. I lead a really good life. And then from Instagram, I get a lot of things that are um, on a collaborative basis. So I don't have to pay for Botox. I'll get oh. my Botox free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like mm -hmm. come in and then we'll take a picture and we'll post it. Right. Or or just it. share about it. Um, or <clears> even <throat> like plastic surgeries and different things. I won't get those free, but like I'll get a discounted rate if I talk about it on my social media. Oh. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the reason the reason <clears throat> excuse me, the reason why I asked was because um you had said that you know, the day that you have children and you have the man. So what would be the plan then? Would you still want to like do all these things? Would you still want to model, still have your OnlyFans? Or do you really no, just want to dedicate? I don't want to do OnlyFans. No, I don't want to do OnlyFans. Like ideally I wouldn't want to do OnlyFans. Like if I'm in like a long-term committed relationship, I don't want to do OnlyFans. Like you get me off OnlyFans. You take over my bills. <laughs> <laughs> you want the guy to pay... Or yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you're if you're my if you're, boy, and you're, you're my boyfriend, and you got money. No. Yeah. Well, Why have, do you do you want your girlfriend on OnlyFans if you have enough money to like put me in a good life? But maybe if the guy has enough money, would he date you if you have OnlyFans? Or maybe he would rather not date anybody who has OnlyFans. To a lot with. wouldn't. A lot wouldn't. But there are some. It would, that it would disqualify me from a lot. Okay. But there's still all I need is one. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's going to be a lot of men that are just not going to want to date me because I have a X, million y, and, and a half Instagram followers. Sure, sure, sure. There's going to be a lot of men that aren't going to want to date me because I have surgeries, plastic surgeries. There's going to be men that don't want to date me because I don't drink alcohol. 
There's yeah. gonna be men that don't want to date her because she's yeah. a brunette. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There's some, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's somebody yeah. for everybody. Like yeah. We talk about this. Plus, you live in a huge city with millions of people. There's always somebody. There's there's a lot of men that want to date me. Yeah. No. I'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be good. No, no, yeah. No. Yeah. You just have to make sure you know. You get the, the money. Five million. Five million. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I yeah. the ring. <laughs> <laughs> bueno, that too. Imagine how much that ring's gonna be. He's gonna be walking around dragging the freaking. I hope. What if it's like a very minimal ring? Does it matter? Then he doesn't know me, and why would we be getting married? In the first place? <laughs> Come on, dude. She's I ready got, for anything you got. I got I got to throw a couple. You gotta questions. be better at this. I got to throw a couple She's of questions. Everything. I got to throw a couple of questions, and you know, I got to I got to see what's up. I'm. I mean, I'm. I, I love my life right now. I've I've worked so hard to like just to feel good about myself. Yeah. I've spent so much time um even grappling with the fact that I get paid to to be nude on the internet. Like that's still pretty crazy to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's kind of wild. Yeah, it's wild. Like, you know, somebody <laughs> can google me and that I'm on the internet and I'm you can see me naked. Like that's crazy. I'm I'm down for that. I like the, you know, the that being a big deal to people isn't lost on me just because sure. it's no longer a big deal to me. Um, was it ever? Yes. We had a, a porn star who, who uh, she was on here a couple, maybe a few months ago. Yeah. And I had asked her, mm -hmm. you know, cause when she recorded her, her, her first scene, she had said, man, like I regretted it. Mm. But at that point, fuck it. Like yeah. there's nothing I can do at this point. Once it's out, I'm just going to be the, Best fucking porn star I can be at this point. Yeah, well, that's what she had said, and yeah, yo, kudos to her. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was out there. And but when she had had recorded it, she was like, "Oh, I don't know if I should have done that." Right. So did you have that kind of crossroads where you're like, "I shouldn't have posted," or I <sighs> wish know, I never did the shoot? I needed money. I needed money. I've I've worked ever since I was young, and um, there's a story that I've told where my dad was like, "Yeah, I'll get you this car." I think it was a Honda Civic or Honda Accord. I'll never forget it was parked in the Rayleigh's parking lot and my dad was like you save up half and I'll match you the other half it was like five thousand dollars so I went to work I was doing like my little buster job and I saved up saved up this cash I don't know how long it took so maybe it was pretty fast yeah. and it was like maybe a couple months and I came to my dad and I was like dad I have the cash and I was like let's go and make sure the car is still there let's do it today and my dad was like I don't I don't have that money like, are you for real? <laughs> and I was like, well, I was like, did you need to go to the bank or like, yeah, what's up? Where, like, where's the money? At? Cool, it's not here. Like, that's fine. You told me but to like, do this. yeah. <laughs> and I'll I'll never forget that ever. And um, I think to this day, I think that's why I have like you know all these um, uh, different financial desires for the man that I end up with. Mm. And I have a lot of different financial desires for myself. Like I'm never going to be without money. Yeah. I'm never going to have to depend on, um, you know, somebody else saying, okay, yeah, we can get this if you only show up for your part. Yeah. It's that definitely um, imprinted upon me that I need to have like my own income as well. And so even like, you know, when I was partying, I was crazy. Like I was always working. I always made an income and I've always been a little bit crafty that way either. Like I'm not like the 
smartest with my money out of my friends. I'm not like, you know, the, the wealthiest out of my friends or anything like that, but, but I'm out there finagling. I'm like in the Instagram DMs. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, okay. Money. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So you guys, you know, you won't give this to me for free, but like, what about 50% off? And then, Oh, well, I got my YouTube now. And what if I throw in a YouTube video? Like I'm in the yeah, DMs yeah, and I, yeah, I, like I am. It. And so and I'm seeking arrangements too. When they're like, Oh, have you been to this restaurant? I mean, like, no, no, all no, no. the time no. I need something you that- can't no you need to be nice and this is also what I tell um some of my girlfriends too because I have some girlfriends that are my age and they're like a little bit bitter and they're just like oh these you know I don't, I don't trust these guys out here and they're all lying or this and that and I'm just like how are you ever gonna have like you know how are you gonna get to that healthy relationship if this is your mindset and so you need to be nice to people. Like the way that I even replied to that guy, like, oh, you have really good taste. He was talking about Yamashiro. Oh, you know, he was trying to say like, oh, have you ever been to Yamashiro? Da, 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 da. Yeah, I've been there 10 times. But how rude of me to yeah. be like trying to make him feel bad when mm. he was trying to impress me, which I love. That's so nice. Please come at. It's not nice. It's methodical because I want this guy to want to take me out. <laughs> okay. Sure. It's true. Yeah. But at least you were nice about it. But then you wanted him to take you there. So I, w- of course, what do you mean? I got to eat. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm a woman that likes to be treated well. So usually you need to be nice to other people in order yeah. to be treated well. Right. That is true. The guy was trying to take me to a nice restaurant. That was the gist of what he was asking me. Have you ever been to this nice yeah, restaurant? Yeah. That it, it would be rude of me to say, yes, I've been there. That's so, so what was your what was your actual response? Like, no, you haven't. I said, yeah. "Oh, you have really, really good taste." Um, I have actually been there. Is there a different restaurant that you want to impress me with? Oh, and so then, I was complimenting yeah, him. Yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. end up? Go, did you go out with him or? Uh, that was like yesterday. So okay, well, <laughs> to, to, he's to in be, LA. To be announced. To yeah. Be announced, yeah. To be determined. Yeah, like you want to you you want to be nice. Like yeah. I want to when. You know, when I'm dating, I'm like a really good girlfriend. I'm nice. I buy things. I'm probably a little too nice, honestly. That's probably what happened with the last one. I'm probably a little too nice at times. So I got to rein that in a little bit. Um, because I definitely will be like a little more accommodating than I should be. Well, how do you so, remember that? Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just I'll just be like, um, I'll be doing something. And then, you know, he might say, oh, uh, I'm going to come by or I want to do this. And then I'll kind of throw off what I have going on in order to go and be with that person. So I've learned I need to not be so, I need to not let my things go by the wayside because then also that creates resentment in mm. the relationship too, because then my things are going, my, my needs are going unmet. Yeah. And then again, it comes down to, you know, the communication. Sure. Yeah. I think uh, relationships need balance. Yes. Um, so I think there's there's sometimes a give and take. Uh, I don't think the word should be compromise sometimes. I mm-hmm. think resolution should mm-hmm. be. So at cer- certain times, maybe we don't want to do something. Right. And we got to make little sacrifices. Right. Um, but you also don't want to sacrifice everything. Right. And lose who you are. Right. Just to be fully accommodated. And, and, then, and then I'm an unhappy bitch. <laughs> and no man, no matter how much money he makes, wants to date. And no matter how hot she is, wants to date an unhappy bitch every guy all you guys want bless your heart seriously men all y'all want is just to like come home and relax and not have discourse yeah and so if i speak up for myself and what i need and say hey baby i'm actually not available right now 
go ahead and go do some things with the boys for a couple hours. Let me finish up what I have to do and then I'll be ready for you in a couple hours. Um, you know, that's better in the long run. Maybe he might be a little miffed like, oh, you know, I was trying to come by now. I'm, I'm right over there or, you know, I'm in the area or whatever. But it's going to be a lot better for the relationship as a whole for the most and for that for the most part. And like you were saying, unless it's like something really important, then that's different. But for the most part, they're the little things that it's like, okay, that's not really a big deal. It, yeah. Is it going to really be a big deal if we didn't make a real plan that he was in the area and he wanted to come by and now he can't? No. I agree. Yeah. As long as you communicate and, and, and uh, you know, take time time out of your day for each other. Mm-hmm. Hey, you just want to lose yourself. And so, <clears throat> yeah. Just make sure that there's a balance. Balance. You, <laughs> you seem like what what's what's happening what you you seem like i don't know you you seem like you didn't like that no no answer. i agree okay what do you mean no no i agree 100 percent. that's a good answer yeah no i i agree sometimes i mean it's 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 okay to to prioritize each other but if just because you are free now want to hang out doesn't mean i have to drop everything right Right. Yeah, no, I know. I like what you said that because um, one thing that I told about my girlfriend's son because she's a photographer, so there's certain days that she maybe doesn't work. She's just at home editing, and I'll be at work all day. I, I work at a bank, so I deal with clients all day long. So by the time I get home, the last thing I want to do is have to talk about shit that I had to deal mm-hmm. with. And then you know, my girlfriend, she's just at home all day. So when I get there, she's like, "Oh my god, hi! I haven't talked to anybody. I've been here the whole time uh, with my dog." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Please, leave me, like, leave me alone," yeah. because it's true. Because with <laughs> men, after a long day, all we want to do, especially when we're in a relationship, we want to come home to our 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 significant others and just have peace. Yeah. Like I've had a very stressful day. A lot of you know dealing with numbers, clients, uh, customer service, the drama. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I just want to sit here. And I just want to enjoy my Chill time. Chill out. And quiet, yeah. And yeah. I think that it's very special because sometimes you, you can find that like almost combative or, or, or it's just you come home and it's just, it's just not the, the, the environment that you want to be you welcome to. to. But I like that. That you're right. like, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, I do want you to come to me. But I also want to make sure that I'm in a position where I can welcome you the way yes. that you deserve yes. to be welcomed as well. Properly. So, so yeah. what she was saying is, hey, I get that. Like, hey, hang out with your boys really quick. Or, you know, I'm finishing up. Like, I got to get this. <laughs> but you know what? As soon as I'm done, come over and I got you. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's a more healthy way because then she has herself ready. And it's also how you deliver it. Exactly. Delivering that in a manner where you like, we don't, you know. Like, I'm of, doing this for yeah, you. Exactly. And in a respectful manner, that's Us. It's an adult you know, healthy relationship, communicating mm-hmm. in a nice manner. I like it. <laughs> so then right now you're on um, only seeking arrangements, mm-hmm. right? Um, Some of my other girlfriends were telling me to get on Lux, Luxie or Bumble. Uh, Bumble? Or I don't, Bumble I don't supposedly, know. well, in Bumble, they say you have more control because then I you're the one that has to. I don't, but I don't believe in that though. Like the guy mm-hmm. should be messaging, the men should be the... Not, ag- not aggressors, the initiators. Inici- yeah, but the idea, I guess, behind it is that you can vet who you want to speak to rather than being like. I'll vet. Out. I'll vet who wants it? creeped out. Come on, CJ. creeped out by CJ. a man in my phone. Okay, um, block. Like how many, <laughs> how creeped many, out. How many DMs you got on your Instagram? Oh, I. How many, <laughs> I don't even. Be you see looking. what you see? What I mean? <laughs> how many DMs do you have? Maybe on seeking arrangements. Like I don't know how it works. Is there like a folder, or like an Ooh, inbox? Inbox. How many yeah. you got there? <laughs> a bunch so with bumble at least you get to pick where you're like i don't uh, want to do that i'm okay. a woman i want to sit back and be like pursued i okay. don't want to pick i don't want to be in the driver's seat okay, mm. okay. <laughs> then bumble wouldn't be for you for sure because no, you yeah. have to put you have to initiate right maybe maybe it's not maybe maybe i don't know i don't think 
Maybe it wasn't Bumble, but Luxie they had said like was a good one. We I don't need know. A, we need to have um. You guys remember um, what's the what flavor Flav when he was on? Uh, oh, flavor yeah. of love VH1. or something? Flavor yeah. of love. Yeah. What was the other? And there was also For, Rock of Love. Yeah, there was like Brett. Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels is yeah. Rock of Love too. Oh my god, that was. I my love favorite. New York. Yeah, I love New York was another one. She was so good. <laughs> she was made for TV. Feel that the woman. sparks. And that could be your yeah. show. Oh god! Yeah, no. and then everybody got to fight for you. It's like the Bachelor, mm. Bachelorette. Yeah, we gotta put you on the Bachelor. You, have you signed up? We're gonna register for the you. Bachelorette. Bachelor. Yeah, well, actually, why not? You or you could Who? be. The, you could is be that the, the woman picking the men? Is that what it's called? Yeah, because then you have the Bachelor, which is the guy, and then he has all the honeys. And then you have the bachelorette, which is the girl and all the the man. That sounds like my nightmare. I don't want my dating life (laughs) on TV. Everything else, everything else is on out there. My nude body is on the internet. I would like to date in peace. Even my even my boyfriends, you know, I've had boyfriends in the past. Like, why don't you put me on your Instagram? And I'm like, because my Instagram and like, can't we just like be together? Off of Instagram, yeah. On, on that, on uh, not posting your partner. Yeah, I mean, I is, I mean, for me, I think it's okay to post. Like, I post my girlfriend every, you know, mm-hmm. every once in a while. We're on vacation, <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah, I don't really post that much on my page, me but either. yeah, but when I'm traveling, whatever, yeah, well, mm-hmm. I'll post her. But do you do it because of maybe for the because of the business or like the, like brand. the brand that you have, or just here's the thing. Gone are the days like when women didn't need to post their SOs like on. The internet. The internet sees everyone now. Like when I used to do the webcamming, like you needed to be made up to the nines. You needed to have like the right outfit, matching outfit on. Like it was a really big deal. Now there's so much internet available that these these men, and for, for like to their credit, you guys prefer us like with the bun, with no makeup. Like you guys like that, you know, um, the fresh. That's why OnlyFans is so huge. There's top tier produced porn out there. And these men are going to the OnlyFans to see the girl that's waking up, you know, with her hair in a bun and her cat in her face going, hey, guys, it's me. You know, it's Katie again. Hi, like good actually, morning. like really them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's and, almost um, a staged really them. It could be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, but, you know, there's like that girl next door thing that people mm. that people love. And so I think you know, you're going to still have the fans that are like, oh, I thought you were my girlfriend and now you have a boyfriend. Does this mean we're over? Like, you know, there's going to be some of that. Oh, yeah. But uh, I don't think, I mean, I had talked about my boyfriend and I was talking to somebody on my OnlyFans and they were like, you have a boyfriend? I was like, of course I have a boyfriend. I'm like, I have a few. (laughs) And the guy was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, what do you you think? I'm going to be at home alone? Yeah. Which unfortunately I kind of am for a little bit right now, but that'll that'll change. But like, do you just? Well, I'm supposed to be at home all the time. I've got all this surgery. I've got all these, you know, red bottoms, and like you see me shopping. I'm getting the honey burdette lingerie. I'm at your. I'm supposed to be at home, talking to you over the computer, but sir. I, like, come on, you don't. If you like me at all, you want me to be happy. But maybe that's what they think. They're like, man, like I paid this girl. Like this is the kind of fantasy maybe mm-hmm. that they have, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they like to believe that. They could be with a woman like like yourself. A lot right? of these men still do. Yeah. They still do. They're just like, yeah, you know, when when it's over, 
I'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and you sure will. Yeah. Thank you so much, sir. You know, like my therapist and my OnlyFans people, it's been the longest standing relationships Solid. <laughs> that I've had. Well, is it because uh, with OnlyFans, obviously you have a monthly subscription, right? And then you have the people that DM for, that's like a, another, I guess, I don't know, tier or mm -hmm. another mm -hmm. a paper that, interacting with you, right? Mm -hmm. That's the way to kind of make the most amount of money on OnlyFans. Correct, right? yeah. Normally, like for somebody like myself, I'm kind of selling like the girlfriend experience. So, ah, because I'm okay. not doing like sex videos or anything on there. And um, although I did start making out with, with other women, that's been exciting. That's recently or? Yeah, like, I mean, on OnlyFans. <laughs> on only, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did a couple of those. So that was pretty exciting. Um, but yeah, it's mostly like girlfriend girlfriend experience type thing. Okay. So typically you're charging these people for that to have that access to you. And how much would you like, how much does that cost? Like how much would that charge, would you charge for that? What's the, the girlfriend package? The yeah. monthly membership is nine ninety nine, And then sometimes, I mean, people can spend thousands really? in a month. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that comes as just like a direct forms of actual like payments or do you also get like actual like gifts? as well um, like people said. will send me gifts yeah, yeah i get I like get a po box or something yeah mm -hmm. no i have like an amazon wish list oh okay. uh, yeah. yeah and then there's other wish lists that you can create where you have like some of the higher end things on there um yeah i've had i've had fans send me i just sent a picture of some shoes that i wanted some christian dior shoes to a fan earlier today and those were like a thousand dollars so you think he'll get it for you that you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know I'm pushing him with this. So we'll see. If not, somebody else will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One day you will open up the P.O. box. Oh, shit. She's going to have like 20 boxes. Yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, I if I really want something, I'll get it. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, so you you were saying earlier because you heard you you just said that you were making you make up with girls. You used to date girls. How was that? I did. I dated two girls. Okay. Not, not, not together. Sure, um, no, both yeah. one was like a lipstick lesbian modely situation, and then the other one was like more of a tomboyish, dudeish type uh, of. Oh, I forget what they call like them. The, uh, butch, butch, yeah, but, yeah. Butch lesbian. So one was like a lipstick, <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one was more like a butch. Um, I don't talk to the the lipstick one anymore. The butch gal every now and again she'll like yes. message me and we don't hook up or anything. But um, <laughs> that was many many years ago too. So she, but she'll say, "Oh, I saw this on Instagram. Looks like you're doing good or something." Um, that was really tough because I found that in both situations I somehow took on the more masculine role, and I didn't like that at all, at all. Especially the one that was mm. a little more butch presenting. I was like, wait a it if you're gonna dress like a boy shouldn't you be like why don't guy? you yeah, yeah yeah why don't you like take my luggage up the stairs or something i gotta haul yeah. this luggage all the way up there <laughs> myself so i didn't care for that i didn't women are so emotional mm. um and i do a lot of work on myself and i have over the last four years so that i'm not really in that erratic state and it's really tough to think that um, I really do give it to men because women, we can be so all over the place. 
So to put two people, you know, that at certain times could be a little more hormonal than others mm, in a room together. I just don't at this stage in the game. I don't know how the lesbians are doing it. I'm going to be quite honest. You know, they seem happy. I'm happy for the lesbians. There's nothing wrong with being a lesbian, but right. I don't know how y'all are doing it. Yeah, for real, because then, yeah, let me ask you now with this whole um, red pill movement mm -hmm. that's been pushed, um, it kind of sounds like you're for it mm -hmm. in the sense where men should be men, mm -hmm. right? And uh, women should be women, mm -hmm. that there really shouldn't be, uh, I guess, like a balance of, uh, I guess, in the relationship, it, it almost should be the extremes, I guess, the polarities serving your roles, and then those roles should complement yes. the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you're more into that, in that. I really love masculine men. Um, and I really, especially at this point in my life, I'm so happy that I'm a woman. I'm so happy that I get to wear heels and that I can enjoy the color pink and that I get to put on perfume. Yeah, when I leave the house. And there was a time where um, I, I wasn't like, I wasn't happy with myself and there was a time when I was a super tomboy and I was yeah, like, when you were younger, yeah, yeah. I even yeah. wanted to be, you know, be a boy. I wished I was a boy and all this. And so, um, I remember being so uncomfortable with myself and my body and I was even so upset because I never woke up with boobs. Like my mom told me was going to happen. And then, you know, I had to go pay for some. I was so <laughs> elated when I figured out you could pay for them because yeah. that was like a brand new, I was like, Oh my God, game this changer. Is, yeah. This is incredible. And, um, so, yeah, I am. I'm really into, I just want to um, be able to, I guess, be my most feminine self. Um, I like I like being at home. I like traveling. That's also the beauty of being a woman. I can be um, creative, you know, creative people, as we all know. Uh, you know, sometimes they're to the left, sometimes they're to the right. That's the beauty of being a woman, my prerogative, you know, like some days are going to be different than others. And, and, you know, I'm a girl, so I can do that. Um, so I, I acknowledge that, you know, the standards for men are a bit more rigid. Um, and I acknowledge that it also must be hard uh, to be a man and then potentially have, you know, this beautiful wife that you love kind of looking at you with her hand out. And then also, you know, you have one or two or three little kids that are kind of also yeah. behind her, also looking at you to provide, you know, a certain kind of a lifestyle. So not only provide, but to provide a good lifestyle for your family. I acknowledge that that must be super hard and super scary. Pressure. Yeah. And a lot of pressure. However, that doesn't mean that you don't, that you just don't, you know, it's scary to like have a kid. Should I just not like, should I just not have a kid? Because, oh, it's scary. You know, like it's scary to get older. Like, should we just not, should we just not <laughs> do it? Like, you know, I acknowledge that it's scary and it's probably hard and, and it's stressful. Um, but uh, like, I just... I guess at this point in my life, I make no apologies that I, I want what I want. And I'm going to be looking to my husband to provide that because I'm going to be ideally in the home with our kids, doing my best to raise our children to the best of my ability, which I think I have above average abilities at this point in my life to be able to raise, you know, a, a young boy or a young girl into um, good law abiding citizens, you know? And um, so that being said, I think there is some really beautiful parts like about the red pill because it's encouraging. And, you know, I think your um, 
your header on Instagram right now is why the world needs people like Andrew Tate, mm. I think. Yeah, and I believe, and you know, congratulations to them that now that him and Tristan, Tristan are out now. That's true, that's true. It's incredible. That's I think that just happened yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, yesterday, I don't yeah. know when this will air, but that's incredible. For no other reason than that they were wrongfully imprisoned. Mm. You know, I could be wrong, but I believe that, you know, the women that they were having issues with came out and said, yeah, we, you know, it was proven that they, they weren't being truthful in the statements that they gave and that yeah, they weren't yeah. being held against their will. And it was like it. a lot of, uh, I think, uh, messages that they were all yes. like seeing if it was like a, a ploy, just yes. trying to like blackmail them. Yes. And, stuff. and again, maybe, maybe it's a ploy of a ploy of a ploy. However, taking, taking the facts that we have now at this point in time, it seems as though they were wrongfully accused and then they were still continued to be held. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. And to think, you know, of how much they were in the public eye, that, that the government can do that to people that are in the public eye, no one is safe and that is scary. And we should all be upset about about that, you know, yeah. regardless of whether or not you agree with what he says or what he doesn't. So I'm um, sorry for the tangent a little bit there. But, no, um, no, but, we but so I, I agree with some of the things that the red pill says um, because I love when men are masculine I love when, you know, there are certain things that you guys should do or you get to do and you don't really need to apologize for, like you shouldn't have to apologize for, you know, um, locker room talk and all that, you know, like that, that's, that's masculine mm. again, you know, not necessarily going into anything in particular, but there's going to be things that man, men say when they are amongst other men that, you know, you probably wouldn't want for it to go out from that room, yeah. but you're in a masculine space. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you're speaking in a presumably a safe space. I encourage that. Get that all out of yourselves before you come home to your wife and your kids and you've got to be daddy and husband. And it shouldn't be anyone else's business. Right. Such as a uh, former Trump with his uh, grabber by the pussy. I think there's a, there's a line when you're president of, of a country. I think there it's, it's one thing if we to have, you know, locker room talk, but if you're president or I think, you gonna you got, I think you gotta be above that. He can't I, talk to his boys about like all the good times. Imagine you were the president of the United States. Well, you can't be. You weren't born here. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> I was the president of the United States. I think that's one of the- You're gonna, you're gonna tell yeah, me like, yo, you remember that one time back in when we were in the fraternity? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, man, I'm the president of the United States. Are you wearing a wire? Right. <laughs> I don't. Right. I don't think. Who's I, I, I don't think it's appropriate. No, you grab, don't think grabbing by the pussy or some shit like that, Dude. like as a president. No, man. Dude, man I'm guys sorry. are still gonna be guys, and girls right. are gonna be girls. You're still you're still a person before you were the president, right? But you taking up an oath to become you're the tell president. Me Barack Obama didn't grab someone by the pussy. He didn't talk about. It. Uh, uh, presumably, he didn't talk about it. No, he, he, no, he, no. I'm sure he did get. He just wasn't recorded, and that's the problem because right. someone wanted to fucking tape it, and then they wanted to expose him because they didn't like this motherfucker, right? And then they made the. They just pushed it, pushed it, pushed it on everyone's face, right. and the media made him look like an asshole, Dude, like it, like a like a like a dickhead, because he said, "Grab by the pussy." Right. It's it's just not appropriate. It's not appropriate. It's to not, grab someone by the pussy. Yes, it's not, yeah, so it's not appropriate to grab somebody by the pussy. It's not appropriate. It's not so okay. So let's meet you where you're at. Where you're saying it's not appropriate. For what him, is, being, for him being the president, like I get it. Like we we saw, we say some wild. Have you ever grabbed someone by the pussy? No. What? No. Then you haven't lived. Have, have I have. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever grabbed? <laughs> I mean, they grab them, but like take them. Have you Have you ever grabbed? Yeah, of course. Okay, sure. so you're gonna tell me if you like it just would never happen then. So let's say you were the you were the president of the United States. You can't be, but let's say you are. You have a high yeah. role, high status. You're very respected. We look up to you, Marvin. 
I don't. You I, can never talk about. And then I show up and I'm like, yo, remember that one time you grabbed people by the place? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you're gonna be like, what? Recorded. It's yeah. one thing if you say you're not the president, but if I'm the president, I'm not gonna be like, yo, you remember when I grabbed this girl by the pussy? No, but if no. I ask you and I'm like, hey, you remember that one time that you grabbed someone by the pussy? I'm like, no, I don't remember. No, dude. Those were old times, bro. You know, I'm the president of the United States. I can't be saying that. <laughs> Wait till <laughs> I'm out of office and we can talk about this. Oh, this. my God. I, I just you're think when you're on that level, as, as far as a, an official. You should be more careful. You got to be. You, you got to be. be. And I get more. it. There is. Because of this. Yes. I get there's locker room talk. I get. Did you see the memes? Like, oh, if, if, they, if the group chat ever gets leaked, you know, like you see those memes, like, yo, I'm in trouble. Yeah. I get that. I understand that. Yeah. But we're average people. When you're when you're a government official, I think there you, you you're you're above. You know you you're influencing an entire policies and an entire country. Yes, you you're expected to live above that. I have yeah. one thing to say. Say it. Trump 2024. <laughs> 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 He's gonna get fucking rain next week. <laughs> I know. That's what they say. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not what it says. It's, it's, it's happening. We'll is see. It? Yeah. Well, he got. He. I heard that he's being indicted. For he he is indicted. Something. They already indicted him. Melania so. is the ultimate sugar baby. Yeah. Goals. That's, we love that. We strive for that. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this though. So he 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 paid. He presumably. Apparently he uh, he in cheated on on he cheated on on his wife, and uh, right at the timeline from what it appears to be that she, Melania gave birth a couple of months after he had an he had an affair, he he had uh, his lawyer pay the, the porn star uh, money. Hey, I don't want I don't want this to come out because it was around the, the election cycle. Do you feel like that is appropriate for someone who runs for public office? Yes. You feel like it's appropriate? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'll say this. I bet you there are so many worse, like, people out there that are much worse than that that has happened that we haven't heard of. For But because it's this person. Wait, but, but, right. It's, it's, um, it gets. He's already guilty in the court of public opinion. So it's like no matter what he does, it's going to get spun into like yeah. this crappy thing. Yeah. Melania might have been like, I don't, I just gave birth. Please go somewhere else. Have it, have, has any one of us considered that? So you're thinking she may have given him like a hall pass? I mean, I, 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 that's not necessarily like what I actually think happened, but I don't think that Melania married him thinking, we're in love and we're only ever going to be together forever. And only us two. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that she did. I don't, it, you know, some, I don't know Melania personally, right. but I don't think that she did. I think that she knew exactly what it was going into it. Yeah. She, what she knew what she was getting into. Yeah. That's what that and is. Uh, and, you know, they're together um, because he provides a lifestyle. That's you. And like. he and he provides um, provisions and protection, yeah. which is what she wants ultimately. She's not with him for his looks. And she's beautiful. He's with her for her looks. And, I mean, it looks like to me, because I don't recall ever her saying anything crazy in the media or her speaking out of turn in the media. She's beautiful. And she knows when to speak up. And she knows when to shut up. The, the problem, the reason why he's in trouble is not the fact that he slept with a porn star or that he even paid her. The problem is that the money apparently supposedly came from, came uh, from funding, from the, the campaign, mm -hmm. campaign. That's 
illegal. Understood. That's why is he in the position where he's in. Understood. And have other presidents, other political figures, probably done much worse. Hundred, most certainly. Politics politics are. Yeah, but there. Hillary. The, but email. the problem Pelosi is the problem stocks. is Trump got caught, and there's. Apparently, overwhelming evidence. I don't know. Either we have to wait for the trial. Either that, or there's just a a bigger agenda of like trying to hide other things from other people, right? And putting all the attention on on him, on him, right? Well, I guess we'll put it this way: whatever happened with the whole list on uh, Epstein's Island, right? And wasn't the Clintons also involved somehow with that as right. well? How much of that is being spoken about? But no, we have Chinese spy balloons. Right. We have um, the UFO tr- clouds. UFO which clouds. Just happened today. Trans movements. Like, there's a right. lot of things lot that of are big distractions when you know the that some a situation like that. No one really wants to talk about. That. I mean, I, I personally don't really care uh, if Trump has you know slept with uh, uh, apparently other women yeah. Other, I don't go. Marriage, yeah, I don't go. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, but if he used money that was, you know, from campaigns, that's illegal. Then obviously uh, yeah. he's not above the law. Right. So if the court deems that he's he's guilty, then I'm sorry, he, there's consequences. You saw, wait, he's not above the law. What, uh, but that doesn't stop him from running for president. Well, if it is a felony and he gets convicted, then that would really, stop. yeah. If it's oh. a felony, oh, yeah, you can't be a if felony. Get, and run do you for think office. he's gonna get? Well, um, they this, the the records are sealed, so we don't know what they're gonna charge him. If it's a misdemeanor, then he'll it'll be fine. Okay. I guess about next coming, maybe next week they'll if they if they open up the. Uh, the sealed records um because depending as if, if it is obviously where it depends where the money's coming from mm-hmm. um but i do believe that there's a lot of pressure and they're putting him on the spot because he is trump right and that's right. coming from somebody i'm not i'm not a trump fan you know but i mean i think he's fucking funny i think he's hilarious yeah i, I don't i never voted for him never would but um <laughs> do you think trump is red red pill <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's I, like yeah. Melania get in the kitchen uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or grab you by the pussy yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> takes into the kitchen he just throws money at her she's like oh okay yeah. I'll, I'll see you in the kitchen what do you yeah, want yeah. he's a funny guy dude and I think why people can can relate to him. That's why he's mm-hmm. so popular because he people like he's like one of us you know obviously but he's not he's, he's, he's a multi-billionaire he's never been a commoner you know, he's inherited money, but he has done, I guess, some good things. Mm-hmm. He's also oh. fucked up a bunch of shit. But I think people, they can relate to him. I just like that he's, uh, um, he, he really can't be bought, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, a lot of times, like, when you see, because uh, he, he calls it out, uh, he called it out a couple times, how, like, uh, Hilly, for example, they were they were kind of drilling Trump about, like, how he doesn't pay any taxes. And he's like, yeah, of course I'm not going to pay any fucking mm-hmm. taxes. That's because... Homegirl over here, she's the one that's also passing these laws to avoid these corporations to be taxed, and they're all funding her campaign. Right. So of course I'm going to take advantage of that too. Don't look at me like I'm the asshole. Right. Like it's homegirl over there that's allowing me to be the asshole right. because everyone else who's donating to her campaign is also doing the same thing. They're all the same assholes that I am. Yeah. Right. And I, but you're making me seem like a bigger asshole because I'm Donald Trump and I'm no, dude. Get to her. She's the one passing on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think especially when he first ran, like him being so honest and people are like, oh shit. This this guy Did you actually, say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he isn't a politician. And it, uh, that around that time, the climate was like, we're, we're tired of like the Bullshit. career politician, right. Hillary Clinton. That's why she lost because right. people were like, we're, we're turned off by, right. by, 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 by the lies, deception, and they people thought that Trump was gonna be making a difference and he would be different. And so I think that's why he has won. Um, so I don't, I don't. It's gonna be tough, and him or or. Um not to get too political, <laughs> which we already passed that point. But I don't know if he's going to beat DeSantis, mm. if DeSantis will run. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see also what's happening with this. But I know I was watching, the he did gain a lot of 
points in, in the latest poll. So mm. this indictment has actually helped them. Yeah, I'm just, the uh, one, there was uh, Russell Brand. I don't know if you know me. You've probably seen some of the things on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. He um he had said something like he he was talking about how you know kind of the good thing about uh, Democrats uh, bad things about Democrats good things about Republicans bad things yeah. about Republicans but at the end of the day it's uh you kind of go down like who the who like who's lobbying for like the certain laws to pass and who's like donating to a lot of these campaigns and then it, it's like if you don't want to pass certain laws in order to protect a bigger population then then don't accept money from these corporations right. that's going basically fucking the yeah. rest of the population in order to fund your campaign and do not really everything that you want to do it's essentially do what's ever going to protect the people who's giving you money yeah. so if the money's coming from corrupt places in order for you to cause more corruption what is it that you're really accomplishing and i think that that's kind of like the biggest problem when it comes to that side and one thing that i like about trump is like yeah i mean he's still gonna get the money anyways but he's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants to do <laughs> yeah that's true they can't control him yeah he's a loose cannon <laughs> and then he, you got he, biden walking around talking with the audience behind his back <laughs> and like oh yeah someone so uh, uh so, i just came down here for the ice so cream yeah the ice cream uh, so he told me there was gonna be chocolate chip i love chocolate chip ice cream <laughs> He should be in a. He should be in a retirement home, though. He's insane. Yeah, he doesn't even know he's a president. He doesn't know what's going on. Do you think Andrew Tate or somebody like that could be a good president? Um, I think he'll get killed. Yeah, you ran, tried to run. I do. Right. Again, what I I respect Andrew Tate. There's some things that I don't like that he says. There's other things that I I I find very very fascinating because he does say it like it is. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the approach that I take on on things. And it wasn't really because of Andrew Tate. It's just when you're brutally honest, you just get more respected. And mm -hmm. I think that that's also another thing with Andrew Tate of why when he speaks, it's powerful. And sometimes right. he speaks random shit, but you're still like captivated because mm -hmm. he just speaks with this like, hey, yeah, this is what it is. Conviction. Like it or not, you're not going to fucking like it. And sometimes, you know what? That's what's going to happen. Right. You're not supposed to like everything that you hear. But I've learned you, you, um, it's better to be hated for like who you actually are. Than love for who you're not. Yeah. So that's kind of like, I, I know I've I've told you this. There's some things that he said that I don't even think he believes. I think oh, yeah. he it's he's he's very methodical. He's very precise. Strategic. He's smart, strategic. Mm -hmm. That's there's a reason he blew up the way he did because mm -hmm. he would say stuff that you'd be like, that he can't be seriously Triggery. talking about that. But yeah. he did it because he knows it would go viral. He right. knew people would take it apart and post it on different platforms. So, do I think that he has strong convictions? Sure. Do I believe that some of the stuff he doesn't even believe himself? I 100% yeah. doubt it. He knows like the camera's on. Okay, like let me say stuff that will right. trigger people. I think when you spend enough time on the internet, I think we all have a little bit of that. Like even sometimes I'll go, I'll film a podcast and I'll go back and I'll think of things that I said and I'm like, I don't think I actually believe that. Like why? Or I'll think of things mm. that somebody else said and I'm like, why didn't I speak up and say something mm. to advocate? against that you know so yeah you're on the, if you're exist on the internet for as long as any of us have and for as long as trump and andrew tate yeah you know you're gonna definitely you're gonna say something i mean when i used to live in listen to kevin samuels for hours i oh, would yeah. go to bed and wake up with his podcast and remember his podcasts were a couple hours long yeah or like his lives or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah or yeah i'm sorry his podcast his lives his lives, his lives yeah. were a few hours long and um there were certain things that he would say that I, I wouldn't like, but the ultimate thing that he was always advocating for was like families, specifically black families, the black yeah. family unit, but families, you know? And so I think that 
if you can really resonate, you know, with kind of like that one end goal. And I think that's where Andrew Tate and Donald Trump really get people is because they resonate like with the end goal, because we're not going to ever be around people, especially people that we're around a lot, especially people that we love because love is an emotion, you know? So mm. if we love somebody, they're going to also irritate us, piss us off, you know, make us that much more angry. We're going to take things personally, just because we really we like them and care about them so much, they're going to have the ability to give us all those other emotions too. Um, we're not going to ever agree with like a hundred percent of what they. I mm. I don't agree with a hundred percent of what I said a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, so if you take that into consideration, I, the the only thing that I can hope for people. Um, like Donald Trump or Andrew Tate is that they just like move differently going forward, you know, because if, you know, like you were saying for, for Donald Trump, like, you know, you, you have to be careful what you say. Maybe you think it, but you just don't say it. You just don't say it to anyone, you know? And then, and hopefully f from that point on, you don't think it either. Cause you know, it's like not the good way to think or take the approach of it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Yeah. I think if you just change the delivery, right. It might be more, it may be received differently. Right. And I think that's one thing that they always said about Tate, because there's a lot of guys that, that from what I've heard, like he'll say things and like, listen, everything that he says like if you really listen to it in detail, it makes sense because he wants to promote, you know, strong men and mm -hmm. and this and that and 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 you know all these all these values that, that he that he talks about. But it's almost in a way that it just talks shit about a lot of women. Yeah. Right? See, and that's the thing, and that's what I don't like. So um my good friend Michael Sartain, him and Rolo Tomasi do the Access Vegas podcast, and mm -hmm. then Michael Sartain also has the Michael Sartain podcast creative name um <laughs> but that's what i was telling him is it's like you know when kevin samuels died he almost took the fat the goal of the family unit with him because there was a real um he like he was on a real crusade i was lucky enough to meet him and sit with him for an hour um oh, that's dope. That's yeah so i was like so i was like oh I didn't Starstruck. I was yes I was I, I felt like I was almost meeting like my dad or something like really? for the yeah because he really he really helped and he really helped me understand just like a lot a lot about men and so um and even a lot about like what my role would be being with a man that I wanted to be with what my role would look like and things that I was doing wrong and mostly things that I was doing wrong <laughs> but um what's unfortunately kind of starting to culminate is just like a bunch of podcasts where men are sitting around shit talking women and then they're calling it like facts like well it's facts you can't argue with facts and um or they're just saying oh just women are stupid and it's like well some women are stupid some men are stupid some pe <laughs> some people are stupid some dogs are stupid yeah. some animals are stupid like yeah yes yes that's a given <laughs> And that is a fact. You can't argue with that. Some people are smarter than others. Um, but like, I don't know, you know, how, how does saying that get us closer to the goal? And when I started listening to Kevin Samuels, the goal was a happy family unit. Like that's what he was advocating for is for people to come together yeah. and create a family and then stick it out through all the good and all the bad. I remember times where he would have women in tears and he would be telling them go back to the father of your children yeah. what is wrong with you he cheated okay now you're alone 
And you're calling me and you're telling me I don't want to be alone. I'm lonely and I can't find anyone else. And I've got these kids and I'm tired and I'm going to work. And they're asking me where dad's at. Like that. Yeah, that doesn't sound healthy or good for anyone involved. Go back to your husband. Now, I never heard him say, you know, if anybody was hitting or abusing in, in that way where it was very serious, I never heard him tell anybody to go back to an abusive relationship. But in the case where there was a lot of things where it was just lack of communication, go back to your husband and go, you know, and ride off into the sunset, the imperfect sunset that is every single relationship in the entire world. It's like we were just saying, you're never going to agree with 100% of anything anyone says. So taking that into consideration, you know, get back with the father of your children and make it work so that everybody can be happy. Right. But like if they cheated, there's just, okay, so that the alternative stick to the, stick by their side. Also, I mean, is that something that you should, should be celebrated? You know, if you want to be in a monogamous relationship and that person cheats and then, yeah, you might be alone, but it's the alternative to stick with that person just, just because so you're not alone. Be with a cheater and a liar and a manipulator. I think does if you have sense? kids, it's, it's different. I get it. But yeah. having kids does not exempt you from being loyal. Yeah, right? but I, I think mean, if you unless you have that agreement, that's different. Right. But if you say, well, we're having a family, we're married, we have kids, we're exclusively together. And then now you break that. And then we, so what, I'm just supposed to accept that, that, well, we have kids together. Now I got to stick by your side, no matter what, as long as you don't, you don't physically abuse me. No, no. But what I do think that his motive is, because he does want to keep the families together, but at the same time, it's. Sometimes you can't keep the family together. But if you know what you're bringing now to the table, where it's like, now you're an older woman, you have children, you know, to get out there, to find another man who wants to take you seriously, like you also have to understand that then. Because if you're going to sit here and cry, you don't want to be alone, go back to your man then. Right. Because he'll take you back. And that's why... But if not, then you're going to have to just struggle with the life right. that you have ahead of you, which is and by yourself and lonely. Right. But then again, we, we we talked about it earlier. You're wanting to date a guy who has $5 million in a bank. That's There's somebody for everybody. There's going to be somebody out there who will date you being a single mom that's at 37 with two kids. And to his point, that's fine. But you're going to have a long way of struggling I, until I, you find him. I Don't agree. fucking cry. Because but that's why I say I, I'm of the belief that most men cheat. And that's why I say, go be cheated on by a rich man. <laughs> I've and, heard that before. And too. not a broke guy. Right. Yeah. Because guess what? When you cheat and I find out that you cheat or you did something and I don't like it, I'm taking the credit card and I'm going shopping until I feel better. <laughs> you ever seen that video of it's like, a, it's a meme. It's like, uh, when your billionaire boyfriend, you find out your billionaire oh, boyfriend. Yeah. Like I don't see anything. I've seen those on TikTok. Yeah. yeah. So what is it? So you've, so if you feel that way, is there an, an is there a winning for women who say, well, I want a rich guy or a guy who's very well off, but I don't want to get cheated on. Is there, is there, so, is that something? Or is it a fairy I think tale? It's so ridiculous. Because, like, I can't stand the whole spoil me with loyalty. What? Yeah, spoil me. <laughs> loyalty spoil, and money. Spoil me with loyalty. What? What is that even? So you don't want your man to leave the house? No, you know you what? You want no. him sitting in the house all day long, like, so you know that he's loyal? Like, what is that? No, they, they what they're saying is I don't want to get cheated on. No, but listen, but I also remember that Kevin Samuel said that men of high status and those who are making that, that pool kind of, of income yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they have even certain uh arrangements or agreements right. with mm -hmm. their significant others yeah. that says hey this is the deal yeah. okay right. 
I, I'm for you. I got you. Supporting you. Right. You're the woman. You're my wife. I got you. Yeah, you got yeah. the title. But listen, right yeah, and, and I'll support you. You have me for whatever you need. But if your boy wants to have some fun on the side, mm -hmm. don't give me shit for it. Yeah. I'll feed you. You have a roof over your head. Yeah. You have anything you want. You need anything. Yeah. You're you good. Yeah, right. Yeah. But if daddy wants to play on the side... Let me plan. And, and, and that's the life that you have to decide if that's what you want to roll right. with. Right. Yeah. And it's it's a that's a tough life. I'm not saying that like, you know, that women should be emotionless and just be married to the money and not have any emotions and thoughts and feelings around it. Um, but I just think once again that most men, especially now too, we're hotter longer. Like men good looking for longer, women good looking for longer. We're living longer. You know, we have Instagram now where you're scroll, scroll, scrolling, you know, sex and a random hookup is so much easier to get now than it ever was. You yeah. know, we're all on the Internet. We see we all see what's going on on the Internet, you know, right in front of our faces, right when you open it up. So, um, you know, I don't I wouldn't advocate for, OK, girls, you know, like when your man cheats because he will, you don't have, you know, don't say anything to him. Just keep it pushing. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But I just think that, um, I do think that most men are going to want different flavors after a while. And, um, yeah. Or maybe even in the beginning, you know, I have friends that they won't date girls if they're not like open for, for threesomes right off the bat in the beginning, you know, okay. I personally couldn't date somebody like that. I don't want that to be like a very serious part of our relationship, but am I open to that? Yeah, of course. Why not? It's fun, fun for me too. I need to know that you're not going to like run off with her. You know, yeah. I want to be dating you for a little while so we could enjoy ourselves. But you know, I've, I've went, um, I've actually worked at like sex parties and stuff before I've seen what goes on there. You know, I mean, just because I'm not joining in doesn't, mean i'm not secretly like well maybe one day i might like to maybe i'll be here one yeah, day. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah <laughs> check, check it out yeah exactly so you know life is um like being sober to you know doing all these different things sober um mm. i do feel like i'm having like some sort of a second childhood so there are certain things that i want to experience and i understand that um just because my um, significant other might be interested in another woman and want to fuck another woman. I, I am now in a space where I understand that that doesn't mean that he loves me any less, but that's also why I want to be with a guy that has money because if there is something that hurts me or upsets me, I'm going to tell him and I'm just going to be like, okay, well I need to go shopping so I can feel better. I'm going to yeah. go to the spa I need to so I can my love language. Yeah. <laughs> decompress. Get, yeah. Get, I need get, to get, decompress. Yeah. I need to get my shopping therapy. I need to do this, that, and the other. I'm, I'm going to go away. Okay. You're going to go with, you know, so-and-so for the weekend. Well, I'm going somewhere too. You know, I'm going to take my girls or I'm going to take the kids or we're going to do X, Y, and Z. And we come back and you know, it's, he's happy. I'm happy. Everyone's happy. Yeah. I think, as long as you have an arrangement and as long as there's open dialogue and understanding yeah. understanding and honesty, you know, I, I don't I think, think I don't works. think that that could be, I don't, I think actually too much dialogue in that instance might actually be a little unhealthy. What do you mean by that? Like the, Ooh, having all the details. Yes. Like, I don't want to know. Yeah. If you're like, listen, babe, I'm taking my third, you no, know, mistress over here to Santa Barbara and we're going to stay in this hotel no, and don't but it, worry. But yeah, you know? This is the room number. So you're going to play with my balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But if you know that your partner is going to. This is my a, thing too. Yeah. And this is what I've told people in the past. Just don't leave me. Like, don't leave. Just don't leave. 
I don't, you know, I care obviously what happens, but like we can get through anything. Like even if you cheat, I'm not giving you a pass, but I'm just saying, you know, if it was something that you do cheat and it's like eating you up or something and you feel like, oh God, you know, I got to say something. You can say something. We can talk about it. I'm not going to blow up. Doesn't mean the relationship needs to end. I'm not going to run off and cause a scene. We don't need to do all that. But like, just don't leave. Okay. Yeah. Stay there and try. Stay there and talk. Yeah. Work it out. Don't like, don't leave me high and dry. Don't leave me with the kids high and dry. Don't leave me alone high and dry with all these different questions. At least give me a severance. Always, gi- oh, always give a severance. Yeah. Severance always give a severance. Always give a severance. Yeah, I, mean, I certainly have been given a severance. <laughs> yeah, you know how to how to close a deal. That's why you're a Trump supporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A man to close the deal. The art of the deal. The art baby. of the deal. <laughs> so you, do, uh, one curious question. We got to start wrapping it up. Yeah. Actually, uh, you feel? Do you think like the we talked about this topic and Melanie Trump earlier? Like those people who kind of know what they're getting into. Do you feel like, let's say, the Melanie Trumps of the world? Do they have their own thing on the side, or do you feel like, well, I'm here with him and I have the money? Oh, and like this, a this. side piece. Yeah, like the same way men have, and they know. Well, you know, he's out of town. He's doing his thing. Well, maybe let me do my thing. Sex is not sex for men and women. It's different, is different. Sure. Like I'm not gonna see my guy fucking a girl. And think, well, oh, well, I should go fuck a guy. Okay, yeah, that's that's. My and question. I think that I think most women are probably not like that. Obviously, not all. I'm sure there's some women that would say, "Oh, well, you get the fuck girl. I'm gonna go over here and fuck somebody <laughs> else." I'm sure there's those types of women. Yeah. Um, I don't subscribe to that thought process. Again, um, I think you know, men want variety. You guys really need that in order. Like that's almost like the lifeblood in a way. Um. And that's also why you guys make all this money too. So you can kind of, you know. Spend it on other women. You can, well, so you can kind of make your own own rules. You know, the, the man with a lot of money, case in point, somebody options. like Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah, you have options. You have options for the people, the other men that you surround yourself with. You know, you can better the lives of your family and your friends. More I access mean, to like those networks. And yeah. You, ha- you have the cars, you have the watches, you know, like, yeah, I'm, Probably a lot of men are not very materialistic, but, you know, the men like cars, men like watches, you know, sports or different things and, and that. Um, so, and that's beautiful. And so that's typically what men crave is is options and the freedom to have options. Women, we want protection and, and provisions. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's what yeah. we crave. So that's why in response to, you know, my theoretical boyfriend cheating on me, I'm going to go to the mall and buy myself a pair of shoes, gotcha. you know, yeah. or maybe two. Cause I'm feeling a little crazy, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 Because I'm going to feel like, okay, well my things, you know, my life is still secure. Yeah. You know, um, I don't really like if somebody cheated on me and I found out like I, the last thing I'm going to want to go do is Just like go fuck guy. a guy. Yeah. yeah. I guess if I wanted to be very vengeful, I would maybe try to go and like fuck mm. their friend right. or fuck their dad or something, <laughs> you know, or their boss, something oh, like that. The coworker he hates at yeah. work. Oh, yeah. His competition. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Um, but there's really, there's really no reason to be vengeful. I think we're all like, you know, past that in our lives. Yeah. I'm past that at this point. Um, yeah, I don't really see w- women are. We're just not. 
it's that's more of a masculine response, yeah. I would say. No, but if I was like, like if your girl cheated on you, you'd like fuck her friend. No, just to, I would leave. Obviously, yeah, but. you would leave as a man, but like as women, if we're cheated on, we're just like, oh, okay, well, you know, like this kind of sucks, but I still love him. Yeah, but. Is that enough to stay? No, but she's just saying that doesn't mean that she's gonna yeah, go, gonna go fuck, fuck somebody. Yeah. yeah, some go, some will, right? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah but then they, so they I, I'm sure they feel even shittier after because yeah, they're like, good. that's that's the, the thing. This? Yeah, that would be how I would envision. You know, if I was trying to get like some sort of a uh, revenge. Uh, I got him. I got yeah. him back, but yeah. would, not really. I just I, had someone exactly, else. Exactly. Yeah. Boy, fuck yeah. me. I would feel <laughs> even worse. Like I fucked myself. Yeah. For you. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't see that as like the correct response to something like that okay good <laughs> okay <laughs> you like that response yeah i was just curious because on the topic and and i was always curious to know but thank you for clarifying <laughs> all right anything else you just let me know yeah, yeah. For, sure, for sure no i really enjoyed this conversation i think we have to start wrapping it up um you know obviously i i, I didn't agree with everything you said but what i like about you in particular is that you have convictions and you have values and you believe what you believe and that's why you, you don't settle mm. And I respect that. And I like that. And I like people who go after what they want in life. You know, okay. and I think the part Not of the part- afraid to be themselves too. Exactly. Yeah, when you've said it earlier too. And I think part of the podcast is having people on with different beliefs and different discussions. And, and we had, somebody commented on something, one of our latest videos, like, oh, I don't agree with this person. Why do you have this guy guest on? And, you know, he's questionable guest. And I was like, dude, shut up. Like, you're not always going to agree with every person you have. Right. You, you, every person who's, you encounter won't always have the same beliefs as you. And right. that's okay. And for us, it's important to bring on different people and different perspectives. Different the blog, open yeah. dialogue. Yes. And, yeah. you know, it's funny because my brother told me earlier, he goes, he goes, you know what I really like about what you guys do is that no matter who they are, where they come from, what their beliefs, what their background is, you always allow them to just say what they what they feel like they need yeah. to say. You're not there like being arrogant or being combative or telling them that they're wrong. Like disrespectful. It's right. like everyone has an equal kind of like playground yeah. of saying whatever it is that you want to feel. We want to hear you out. We may not agree. But that's kind of the point of, of showing that even if you don't agree with people in life, you can still sit back, listen, learn, educate yourself. And you know what? If that's just not kind of the person you want to align yourself with, you don't have to continue dealing with this person. But it's just being understanding of whatever beliefs you have as maybe passionate as you are about them. It doesn't mean that those are the only beliefs that exist. Right. So it's important to be open and to know that there are people out there with different beliefs and welcome them. Educate yourself, learn, and you never know. Maybe, yeah. maybe you'll find something that'll benefit you more that you didn't even think you you should be doing yeah. until you heard it from a, a differing opinion and it's okay to listen to maybe this episode like well you know what i didn't agree with this or i don't right. agree with that and that's okay no one's forcing you to change of yeah. beliefs like you don't have to believe in in the same things that you do or that, that we believe mm -hmm. but it's i think it's important to hear each other out and that's mm -hmm. part of being in a in a modern society having different views and beliefs and talking about it me yeah. personally i'd rather somebody listen to the episode and get pissed off because it's better for the algorithm true comment on also yeah. true okay so let's end <laughs> this um donald trump is the best yeah. uh andrew tate is my father uh what else can we the say next president. maybe he can run, <laughs> maybe he can run. Yeah. <laughs> andrew no, tate kevin, kevin samuels is my father yeah. <laughs> andrew tate and tristan are they're free yeah so that's what else? good what else is um, what <laughs> you else? don't necessarily need to leave if 
your partner cheats on you. Yeah, stay. Fuck it. Yeah, stay. Stay. Yeah. Shop. Go shopping. Encourage him. Encourage him to cheat again. That's right. You'll, you'll get a new car yeah. next time. If you make 70 grand a year, you broke as fuck. Yeah, minimum $5 million, five million if not, you want to start dating in LA. <laughs> not you broke as fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, so as we wrap it up, um, it is time to break up. And before we break up, we always like uh, to hear like a final thoughts um, from the guests. And we always say anything that you'd like to tell your younger self, anything that you, that maybe something you really live passionately with or a message that you want to share with the world, whatever that may be. Um, you can take your time. You can say it to the camera. You can say it to us. And then you can sell yourself, um, you know, basically where they can find you. All that good. Only fans, the podcast, everything. Okay. So oh, gosh. Message to the world. Um, my breakup message, my break, my breakup message to the people. Um, oh gosh, I would, I would just say, uh, just to get out of your head and get out of your own way. Um, we all have a bunch of limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves over and over and over every day. And you don't even realize it, but you have it, you do. Um, and I would say, if there's any way that you can ever kind of just take a pause and uh, if you want to break out of that, take a pause and you have to literally just force yourself. If you want to do something, you must force yourself. If you have a desire to start something, you must force yourself to start and start it now. Do not wait. There will never be a perfect moment. Just fucking do it. Just start it. Your future self thanks you. Even if it's uncomfortable, it doesn't matter. There's no right time. Do it now. So that's my... There's like a chapter, a, se a section in this book that we wrote that it was kind of uh, about one choice, choice but also yours. effort. 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 That's the section that I wrote. Yeah, mm -hmm. the choice is yours, yes, but effort of how important it is to just fucking try. Just, just fucking yeah. do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Stop making excuses. Mm -hmm. yeah. Stop blaming it on other and, people. And you're going to fail. You're going to fail. Oh, without a doubt. That's You're the best part. That's Yeah, that that's the best part. Somebody is going to tell you no. It's it's going to happen. So, like, stop worrying about whether or not it's going to happen. Because it is. Because yeah. it is. But you're going to be, you're going to be uh, smarter. And you're not going to be any worse for the wear. Hundreds of thousands of people have told me no. Or I'm ugly. Or this and that. Or I'll never do this. Or I'll never do that. Here I am on the coffee breakup pod. <laughs> I'm pretty much like, this is as high as, as it's ever going to get. <laughs> like it's all downhill from here. Yeah. Clip that. And, <laughs> but yeah, you can, you like, you can just, there, there, there's never a perfect time. Like people stop drinking, say, oh, you know, I'll stop after the holidays or whatever. There's never a perfect yeah. time. Start it, start it now. It's going to be uncomfortable. Who fucking cares? Just do it. And then where you can find me, uh, CJ Sparks on Instagram, C-J-S-P-A-R-X-X, only two, not three. We're not going that far. We never are. Uh, that's why it's <laughs> And then only two. Like you are hoping we're, for three, right? We're, <laughs> we're, it's PG-13. We're keeping it PG-13. And um, on my OnlyFans as well, CJ Sparks, S-P-A-R-X-X, -X, uh, Twitter, um, my YouTube, CJ doing things with a Z. Um, I'm doing things. I just got back from <laughs> Peru. So, you know, I'm doing those kinds of things, not the other kinds yeah, of things, yeah. not the triple X things. Um, double X things. Yeah, yeah, just double X things. things. Yeah. I don't know. All the. Every CJ doing things with a Z. Love, Sparks, everything will be in the it. description. All that shit on it. Sorry. CJ, yeah. no, thank you so much. This was really awesome this, this is pretty really fun cool. i really yeah, enjoyed thank it you, thank and, you and talking especially the second half i thought it was thank you dope. yeah i felt like i was maybe droning on about 
No, we warmed. Drinking, just cut that. We warmed you. No, 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 no. I actually, the thing is, I I got a little bit more into it because um, my father, uh, he he stopped drinking a couple months ago. So I kind of wanted to pick your brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of more educational for me, but also if anyone else is kind of going through it 100%. or maybe That's has a family member, someone important, just to kind of understand what it is that they're going through, why it may have happened and um, kind of, you know, finding a way that, you know, because sometimes it, something happens in their lives that they want to make the change yes. and it's important to be supportive mm-hmm. if that does happen and, and, and just kind of be there for them. And AA is free. Uh-huh. It's free therapy. I have a therapist and, he is expensive as hell. It's $200 for 45 minutes. Jesus and AA Christ. is free. Yeah. And it does this. It's the same, but it's different, but it's free. So Anybody go. go. Yeah. Think of a stepping stone. I mean, I was talking to someone the other day because, uh, well, my girlfriend, she was like, oh, you guys aren't licensed therapists or, or, or counselors or anything. You guys have to be careful how you guys say it. And I'm like, we never say that. We are. You know, yeah. if anything, we just want to be a stepping stone into a direction for mm-hmm. anyone who is looking for help. So if yeah. you do need help and maybe you aren't sure where to go or you feel like it's very taboo or oh, I can never go to a therapist, I'm not fucking crazy. Hey, we serve as almost like a middleman. You know, mm-hmm. listen to us. We're just trying to help everybody kind of just, you know, get into the right direction direction if therapy it is or maybe aa we just found out it's it's free therapy yeah. give that a shot as well but anything that you guys can do to better yourselves to get in a better space it's it's just going to make you want to do more things and just like to your point you're gonna just do it and once you're once you understand that you can overcome that mm-hmm. what else like there's literally nothing that you can't freaking do in aa we say the gift of desperation and it really is a gift when you're so desperate you'll just try anything and you maybe just that accept sometimes. that you know nothing. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's exactly what we need. Exactly what we need. I like With it. that being said, ladies and gentlemen, CJ. CJ, you're awesome. awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Until next Thank time. You. Ciao, guys. Peace.